Welcome back to the RC Scrap Pile Podcast. We've got a special guest on tonight that kind of just happened spur of the moment. We're kind of experimenting a little bit. and Man, talk about a good time. This no guy, joke. It, man, he's been posting up on the page and just looking at some of the stuff that this guy does. It is insane. True craftsman. Yeah, a, a very true craftsman. And uh, I believe he was on vacation last week and seeing some of the pictures of where this guy was at hanging out. Can you imagine? I mean, it's almost, almost as good as a Joe Nall, minus the people. I'm not going to lie. I've kind of been stalking this guy ever since he kind of started (laughs) posting up on some stuff. Like, dang, this guy is cool, man. Rod, how do you feel about that? Yeah, you know, I'm starting to worry about you guys. (laughs) (laughs) We, We like the fact that you worry about us a little bit. Yeah, I'd be, I'm starting to worry. I don't know if it's more about you guys or more about me. I might have to get a restraining order or something. Well, maybe. Uh, you're 500 miles away. You're all right. <laughs> uh, there you go. And uh, for for everybody listening that doesn't know, this is Rod Elliott. And uh, you're from where, Rod? Um, actually, um, I'm outside of Reno, uh, headed east uh, across the state uh, in a small little town called Fernley. And this is kind of my hometown. Uh, I was born and raised in Fallon, which is 65 miles east of Reno. That's my so wife. I'm in the middle right now. I got a yeah. nice big shop and nice house and a nice small town where I can enjoy life. That's my wife's name is Fallon. Oh, I'll be dang. Yeah. How do, how do they spell it? F-A-L-L-O-N. No shit. That's exactly like Fallon's yeah. name. Yeah. I'll that's, be damned. That's awesome. She's usually oh. here, but yeah, my man, I got a twelve-year-old son, and uh, he decided he wanted to have a buddy over this evening, so that's what they're doing. She's kind of oh, taking I, care of that. That's cool. So, that's Rod, cool. here, here's a question I have: When you first started posting, I looked you up, and I noticed it said that you was in the UK. What's the story behind that? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, here's the thing: uh, Facebook's kind of an odd duck, and I, and I guess maybe I am too. Um, I, I don't, I didn't have a lot of friends in school and a lot of the people that I, a lot of people that I associate with now are like you guys, uh, the RC community, um, pilots, my buddy, Kevin Quinn, the flying cowboys. And those are the guys that I actually care about. Those are the people I actually care about. So when you look up Rod Elliott or whatever, you see that it, I'm in the UK, you know it ain't me, and you won't click on me, and I don't have to listen to you. <laughs> that, not that so. son of a bitch. I don't remember that son of a bitch. Yeah. Right. Man, That's you, let not a the guy out, you let a secret out of the bag, dude. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, well, hey, if they I, listen I, to this, I'm just hoping people. that the guys yeah. that listen to the podcast got me figured out, but the rest of this world, yeah. out of the hell with them. Everybody else <laughs> right. can eat a dick. Huh? Right. <laughs> Man. <laughs> So, yeah. so you mentioned a pretty cool name there, Kevin Quinn. Man, that guy. I so I hate to sound like this, but I've just recently started watching his videos and watching some of the stuff that he's done. That guy is one genuine cool cat. Just, uh, let me tell you something about Kevin. Kevin is one of those type of guys that's real quiet. He uh, uh, when I text him on Facebook, he's. Uh, most type of guys, it'll take about six months to get back to you. But, uh, you know, I get around him at HSF, and he is so busy, and he's so personable with everybody. That's the reason why he's loved. That's the reason why everybody has his back. Um, he's one of those type of guys that, you know, that, uh, I, man, it's hard. It's, it's hard to explain, I think. Uh, my God, I don't know how to explain it. But he's one of those type of guys that would give you the shirt off his back. 
I'm sure of it, and 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 help you out in any way. Um, there's a lot of things that I've done for HSF, and uh, I, uh, uh, Cheryl and myself, my girlfriend and myself, we do a lot for HSF every every year. And he's always been extremely generous. I'm not going to mention a lot of things that he's, you know, brought up to me, but um, just extremely generous with his time. And he's got a great character. He's just one of those fantastic guys. In fact, all the Flying Cowboys are just the, the kind of the guys that, you know, you wish you would have known forever, you know, because life's too short. Right. Uh, and you're saying HSF, you know, for those people that know, don't I'm know sure, where that is. I'm sure you guys go to those RC events where there's some people you just don't even care to be around. Well, this is one of those deals where I can't wait to see one of those guys. Right. You know, all of them. They just have that. They just have that aura about them. We're usually those guys, Rod. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know me too, and that's the reason why I do a lot of flying by myself. I mean, it sounds odd. A guy that has these big of airplanes and and spends as much time. I only um, associate myself with three or four guys that really are into building the local club here really does not offer me anything and the guys that are at this off at this local club know that i just i don't have anything in common and i've heard you guys talk about the foam jobs and this and the other it's not putting them down but i i would rather go to a go to a, a, a little fly type deal and see somebody who has spent you know the last six months of their life really detailing an airplane out right. and just really taking the time that nothing bugs me worse uh, one of my biggest pet peeves and, and if you know me at all or if you've seen any of my posts on balsa or any of those posts you know a guy will spend six months of his life building an airplane and not put a pilot in it you mean to tell me you know <laughs> well, i'm you i'm guilty you can't finish it you know come on i'm i'm i'm, I'm guilty on that one we put one together uh, and uh in four months, and I think I flew it for the first six months without a pilot in it until I well, until we got it done. You they, know? Get, they have pilots in them. Sometimes it gets pulled out for some maintenance and never gets put back in. Well, no, it's back in now. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah. Well, it's been a year. So, <laughs> no, uh, when I flew it at Duncan, it had it in. It. Okay, so well, does it's that still mean, been a year? Yes, yeah, that was right. last uh, May. May yeah. yeah. So does that make me a weirdo because? I don't put pilots in my planes because I'm the pilot. Well, it's it's not it's not so much that. I mean, if you have a little Tiger II or if you have something that's you know kind of just an off off deal, but I'm talking about the guys who spend like like I've done for the last three years on this Beaver, and you spend all that time and then you don't put a pilot in. It's like don't putting lights in it. I mean, you gotta go the extra mile when you do something like that. I don't know. I, to me, it's just a pet peeve. I don't know. Maybe right. I'm weird. It, it's well, it's obviously something you enjoy looking at your air, air, airplanes and the stuff that you do. It's not uh, not second rate. It's all good stuff, man. We're gonna have to hang on here just a second. Larry's over here about to have a meltdown. Not me. It's no, yeah. it's, no, it's actually me. I'm just motioning. Okay, Casey, Larry. Casey's about to have a meltdown. We, we got a beer. We got to try. Uh, I was down in Fort I'm so, Worth. I'm sorry, Rod. You, and, uh, you, you're not that's here. That's all right. You guys try that beer. I'm sipping on this whiskey. I'll wait for you. I got well, all we day. We've done been through the whiskey. Yeah, we've done been through the whiskey. We've had our <laughs> one whiskey. liquor. Don't forget. Yeah. yeah. Oops. <laughs> but uh, this beer is uh, it's made in Fort Worth by uh, Martin House Brewing, and it's a uh, best made is uh, it's a brand of pickles made down in Fort Worth, and it's a sour pickle beer. It's only available in Fort Worth, and it's a limited. Uh, Man, you about got in a fist fight trying to get it. I about I felt like I almost got arrested for trying to buy something. Right. <laughs> but anyways, we're gonna crack these open and try them oh, out here. Oh Lord. <laughs> Ooh, it's got a pickle smell to it. This Boy, is gonna, this is gonna I'm, be, I'm gonna wait and watch faces here. Right. This is gonna be a big deal. 
<laughs> it definitely tastes like pickles. It sure does. Well, it's the salt and vinegar potato chip of pickle roll. Oh yeah, that's or, uh, that's beer exactly world. what that is. I like it. You was the biggest naysayer about it the whole time too. How's that? This guy. You crazy? You crazy? <laughs> Man. You crazy? I said I sat right there and said that's gonna be entertaining one way or another. It's actually pretty good. I like it. It'd be a good chaser for a tequila shot. Yeah, tequila and pickle juice would be a right. perfect chaser. I, I like it. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have one. Yeah, I'm not going to drink 18 of them. No. <laughs> Dude, there ain't no way. <laughs> yeah. If so, I get to this one, I'm going to be So, Rod, up. what are you drinking? You said you're drinking whiskey. Are yeah. you a neat guy? Are you on the rocks? How do you, how do you prefer your uh, whiskey? Well, I'm, I'm kind of like Clint. I ruin everything with Coca-Cola. Perfect. So, okay. Um, oh, jeez. <laughs> You know, that, yeah. you know, you guys, you guys laugh. I, I was laughing at that episode. I thought that was totally funny. Uh, but Clint, don't feel bad. I had at Lake Almanor this last week. I had a hundred dollar bottle of Jack Daniels, the gold, and I drank that whole bottle in three days, and it was fantastic. With Coke. So, yeah, yeah. With Coke. I mean, yeah. That's the only way to do. It. So, Casey. Two weeks ago, he showed up with a bottle of this stuff called Angel's Envy. Uh-huh. And he looked at me dead in the face. And I, I, Casey's generally not a very serious guy, but this guy, had he had that serious glimmer in his eye, and he said, you're not mixing Coke with this. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to have it on the rocks. And I said, well, okay. What was that last you bottle know, he drank up? Man, I Elijah mean, Craig. Yeah, and it it's not, Elijah it's Craig, not yeah. like it's expensive I mean, it's, whiskey or anything, but it tastes good. But it's it, it doesn't, whiskey. Yeah, it doesn't need yeah. Coke. It goes perfect with Coke. What kind of whiskey are you drinking, Rod? Uh, you know what? I'm a, I'm a, I have a wide variety of taste on the palate. I, I like it all. Some better the, some more than others. Um, I, um, I kind of like, I like my Canadians. I like Crown. Um, I, I like my Jack Daniels. Um, and I also like a cheap ass Jim Beam bourbon and it just really depends. But sometimes, you know, you get that fancy spe- uh, special bottle and, and you only break it out on a special occasion. You know, I, I also like a good scotch once in a while, but, uh, most of the time it's whiskey and very rarely a beer, but you know, of course we got 110 degree days. I don't know what your guys' days are looking out there, but, uh, Man, today's awesome. With the wet, yeah, today, yeah, with the wet, with the weather the way it is, and you work all day on an airplane or something like that, then a beer's at the end of the day for sure. It's Clint's a, over it's here flipping me off because he you is. said you prefer cheap whiskey, and you said Jim Beam, buddy. <laughs> compared to your whiskey, that's not cheap. Well, What's sometimes wrong? it's nice, you know. What's he, wrong he brought with? in a handle. Kentucky gentleman. No, absolutely. Twelve bucks for a handle of Kentucky <laughs> Dale. No, Kentucky that Dale. Same, that's that, right. <laughs> that Kentucky gentleman was thirteen bucks. Yeah. Hey, now that's cheap. That's you know, cheap whiskey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jim Beam's not on the I cheap think that's whiskey. That's like buying uh, Mad Dog Twenty Twenty or something. Going nah, back to high school. What, what was that stuff oh, you should drink? That shit's awful. And most of the time he <laughs> mi- most of the time he mixes it with Mountain Dew. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's actually not bad. No, it's not. I really thought it was going to be horrible. And if you look up the history of Mountain Dew, that's exactly what Mountain Dew was. Right. Made. And I know I sound like the biggest pretentious asshole right now. He mixed that with Mountain Dew. No, I, no, I just. It's odd. Right. You, not a lot of people drink whiskey in Mountain Dew. Man. I, I've, I've drank whiskey in Mountain Dew since high school. That has been my I, go-to. Uh, Jack Daniels, I, Kentucky Deluxe, Kentucky Dale, 
Evan Williams. Evan Williams and Mountain Dew is perfect. I mean. That's your payday whiskey there. Yeah. Evan Williams. Nah, That's good. It, well, I mean, payday, yeah. But, it, I mean, if I'm going to buy a special bottle, I'm going to buy a bottle of Bullet. Yeah. Is what yeah. I'm going to have. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll give you guys the recipe. And it's uh, something I made up here a couple of years ago. Uh, we have a, a place up in California, Mammoth, uh, Mammoth Ski Area, that uh, they have a place called Mammoth Brewing. And they make a, a root beer up there, and a real spicy root beer. And they ca- and they call it uh, Grizzly Root Beer. It's a, it's a little, like I said, it's a, it's a small little company up there, a brewing outfit. Um, anyway, I tasted it one time, and the spices were so good. And it kind of reminded me of, like, uh, uh, old-fashioned root beer. Not like not A&W, not any of that newer stuff, but I'm talking like an old-fashioned root beer. A sarsaparilla. Yeah, yeah, like a sarsaparilla-type root beer. Yeah, you're right. And it has real, real spicy. Well, you take Jack Daniels honey, and a couple shots of that, and pour uh, root beer over the top of that, and I call it the honey bear. And it is fantastic. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, root- it is good. It is good. On and, uh, you know, it takes a, you know, if you're looking for a sweet root beer drink or whatever, it's really, really good. And you're talking, it's not a hard root beer. It's it's actual just soda. Yeah, just root beer soda over the top of Jack Daniels honey. Have you ever you ever been around? You drive a truck, right? Oh yeah. You you go to the East Coast much? No, I don't. I I run between. Uh, <laughs> that's another thing. Jesus Christ, that was funny. I'm just a meat servo, just like that guy said last week. <laughs> meat <right>? servo. <laughs> I get in there and I just stir the truck. Uh, I go between um, uh, here in uh, Vegas, uh, Vegas every day. So I stop in the middle and we transfer okay. and I come back. So. I work for one of the major gaming outfits who uh, make machines. Okay. So, uh, on the East Coast, yeah. they got some, uh, they, they call it birch beer. Which, right. is, I mean, it's kind of like a root beer, but it's it's kind of spicy like you're talking. It's a little different. Yeah. It's really yeah, good stuff. Right. I'll tell you what, some yeah. vanilla crown and some vanilla ice cream. Absolutely. And some root beer is probably about the best concoction that I've ever that's come a, up with. That's a, uh, almost, uh, not a mudslide. But well, that's kinda. what Mike was making at Duncan, wasn't it? Nah, he never made them. Yeah, he never made us any. Sterling? He talked about it. Talked about it so much, I went out and bought all that stuff and made them myself. <laughs> and you didn't myself. bring us one? Hey, I'm sorry, man. What an asshole. Sounds like the Bee Gees to me, man. Right. Give you the old bubble guts. Oh, I'm sure it will. But. <laughs> ah, he said the Bee Gees. <laughs> bubble guts. Yeah, you know. Hey. I was going man. more towards staying alive. Well, yeah. well. The Bee Gees. Well, so, yeah. <laughs> So, I'm there again. Do you have anything on your workbench being worked on, Rod? What's that now? Do you have anything on your workbench being worked on? Well, uh, a couple weeks ago, a friend of mine, boy, I'll tell you what, it comes back. Uh, I don't wreck too many airplanes anymore, so basically I just get bored of them and then I give them away. <laughs> right. uh, in fact, I was. In fact, I, I gave away a couple airplanes last week. And once in a while, it comes back to me, you know, um, a guy, uh, a friend of mine who I just met this last year, his friend gave him a whole stack of airplanes because he can't see anymore, uh, got some health issues or whatever. And he just decided he's going to give uh, my buddy all these airplanes. And so um, he called me and said, hey, man, uh, he goes, uh, I got a Spitfire down here and I'm not going to do anything with it. If you want it, you can have it. So I went up there and took a look at it. And it's a yellow Spitfire. Um, fully done with a 3W55, so I'm kind of anxious to get that one on the bench and get it running. Um, I've always wanted a Spitfire, so that's kind of nice to have. Um, 
uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but I do a lot of custom paint work. So I'm working on refinishing a 100 decathlon, 100 cc decathlon from Hangar 9. And I'm recovering it in fabric and I'm going to do some paint work, some custom paint work on it. Um, just, you know, different projects. And I've kind of taken a break because the beaver really beat the hell out of me for three years. And uh, it seemed like every time I got started, the weather either got cold and you couldn't fiberglass or it got too hot and I couldn't stand to be in the shop. And um, it's just one of those deals. You got to find the right temperatures, you know, and then after a while, people start beating you up on social media saying, well, when are you going to get that thing done? I don't know. I'm just one guy. I'm doing it as fast as I can, you know. Right. And, so, and at your will. Now, now I'm just trying to look. I'm, I, I'm, I'm looking at doing something just a little different, just kind of stepping out of the building process and just kind of having fun for a little bit and then i'll get back into building but yeah, do some uh, flying then get back always moving it, you know well uh my dad and i we kind of did that you know everything we have is third scale balsa usa you know wood kits right and uh uh on the last show we had chris hogg on and that guy oh yeah you know uh, uh we got we bought a d8 from him and he he just happened to be coming to oklahoma city on uh on, on a business trip and delivered the airplane to us. It was pretty cool. And we got to, we got to shoot a, do a podcast real quick with him and such. It was really entertaining. I'll say it was, it made him a sale. I, I contacted him today. As a matter of fact, I talked to him and what a hell of a gentleman. He's a nice guy. Absolutely. He is. He, he was a great time to, you know, and sit right down and just enjoyed the time with us. You know, he's on business trips. So he had a dinner date. You know, we kind of had to, uh, I don't want to say rush things. We didn't rush things by any means, but you know, we had a we had a time frame to work in. Yeah, yeah. That guy right. didn't put coke in his whiskey. No, he didn't. Yeah, he it was right like on the rock. Yeah, like a soldier. Dude. <laughs> That's right. So, what airplane did you get from him? What's that now? What airplane did you get? Well, I, you know, it's funny how life happens. I really, really wanted that Bearcat this weekend. And uh, I'm talking about the giant scale. He said it comes with three tracks and all that. And, man, I'm like, okay, that sounds good to me. And he said, you know, uh, uh, he sent me a message on Messenger and said, hey, man, get a hold of me. You know, uh, I'll help you out in any any way I can and get you the airplane you want. So I called him. He's got it in the back corner. Yesterday I had my credit card uh, something happened to my credit card where somebody stole my identity or something oh, no. and tried to ring up about $7,000 worth of crap on my card. So I had to shut it down. So now I'm waiting seven to 14 days for a new card. Um, but like I said, I did talk to him today and, and he's got a Bearcat put back for me. So I'm kind of stoked. I can't wait to get that bad boy. I've always liked the Bearcat. I've always had a soft spot for that airplane too. And, uh, since he does have a big one and, uh, uh, I've got a UMS 180 just ready to go in that bad boy. So boy, that's we'll going to be see, that's going to be something entertaining right there. I can't wait to see the see how all that comes together. Now, is that oh, Bearcat? Yeah. Is it a fiberglass? Is it fiberglass? And uh, I believe it is. Yeah, plywood. Yeah, he, yeah, he told me it's all fiberglass, including the wings, which is uh, wow. pretty awesome. You know, well, if it's as nice as that D7 or D8, D8 I'm sorry, D8, the, the, the quality and the Partnership on that is right. Is we were pretty impressed nice. when we pulled it out of the box. I mean, all the. Let me tell you about just tech, the yeah. box, man. The box, <laughs> the box is ridiculously strong. I mean, uh, uh, I don't, I don't know what you call that cardboard that's expanded like that. It's almost like 
I would say corrugated carpet. It's like it's right. like so uh, you guys talking about that stuff that's like half inch thick and yes. real hard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you whack somebody over the knees, you go break them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that twin sukhoi that I built uh, when I ordered the second fuselage um, came in a big box like that, and I thought, God, man, you could use that thing for a barrier down here at the you know at these rallies, you know? Right. Jeez, so that thing was like a it was like a tank. So that's a, so that's a super cool airplane in itself, and, and to be able to build that and make it work, and it, it appears that you fly it. Yeah, so, well, that one's kind of an odd duck. <laughs> uh, we like uh, odd what, ducks. What's, what's that, Clint? We like odd ducks. Well, that one's an odd duck. I, I'm not a real big aerobatic guy. I, I kind of like. I, I don't fly iMac I don't get into all that fancy stuff uh, and you know I don't hover airplanes um I, I kind of like the flying scale and a friend of mine said he come over with the same guy that uh, I'm going flying with tomorrow he um he says hey man he says you got a guy that lives right around the corner from you he's got a big Sukhoi for sale and I said really and he goes yeah and he goes he doesn't want much money for it and I said oh and I said well that's kind of my kind of deal so we went over there and took a look at it, and it had a DA-170 in it and all the servos and stuff, but he, he said he was going to keep the servos. They're all JR. It was JR loaded. He sold me that, the, uh, the, air, the airplane and the motor, the wing bags, all the stuff, all the extra parts he had, plus a little trainer airplane because I can always use a trainer to help somebody get going. Um, and he sold me all that for 1000 bucks. I took it home. Heck yeah. I said, I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to qualm. I'm not going to do nothing. I'm just going to load it up and go home. And that's that, what I did. That DA 170 is worth that almost. Yeah, exactly. And I thought, you know, if, if I don't keep the airplane, at least I'll make my money back or double my money and I'll put it in something else. Then the same friend comes over and says, man, dude, you need to build this. <laughs> and it was that twin yak. I, 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 if you guys seen it on online, it does these shows with the turbine engine in the middle and, and I started thinking about it. I thought, oh, I wonder how hard that would be. So I started digging into my mouth cal- calculator and my wood pile and seeing what I had. And I went, hmm, this will be no problem. So I just ordered a second fuselage and started going to town. And, um, you know, it turned out the way I wanted it. The test flight was nerve wracking, but very solid. And I was just really impressed. I mean, uh, that, it, it, it flies. It flies like a dream. It's, it's unbelievable. The- this guy's a builder, guys. And you, you I mean, notice the, you notice he said he dug into his scrap pile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, yeah. That, that's just it. There's a there's a scrap pile of stuff that you can create into something. Oh yeah. And, oh know, yeah. You know, you can sit there and you know, it a lot of my a lot of my little creations, I don't know if you guys seen the Edge five forty and a half I call the water's edge, but it's basically a a, a seamaster blown up. And I think I did post it in one of my more original posts uh, when I first got on your guys' uh, Facebook page of some of the airplanes because Clint, you had mentioned some of the airplanes were custom. And, well, and that was the custom, too. I mean, I just built a boat out of a set of Pilot Edge 540 wings. that I, I wrecked the Edge 540 about three years ago, and I took all the tail feathers and the wings and the wing tube, and I just built a boat around it, and I fly the hell out of it. I went, Like I said, I went to Elmanor this last week, and just had a ball with it, and it smokes off the water the whole nine yards. It's really cool. Isn't the isn't the motor stand on that deal built out of a two by four? 
<laughs> okay, it does look like it. <laughs> it does look like it, but it's actually laminated uh, three, uh, it's an inch and a half, but half inch plywood cut, and then I run it through a bandsaw, so it almost looks like a two by four, but it is very, very solid. I wanted the, I wanted the pod to be... I wanted to. I wanted it to be solid. If you remember the old Seamasters, they were real wiggly, and I didn't like that. I wanted something that was going to be very solid, especially since it had, you know, aerobatic tendency. And um, the first time I flew it, I didn't think it was going to come off the water. It, it was all over the board. And then once I got up and got a little bit more airspeed, it just flew like a dream. But a lot of my airplanes are extremely heavy, um, uh, and I I built a lot of a lot into that. The Beaver was extremely heavy. And I think that's probably the reason why it sunk, because I actually built uh, scale floats. And I think the airplane was just too heavy for it. So I got to build the floats a little bit wider, a little bit more buoyancy, and I'll be fine. But it still kind of sucked after three years. It's kind of a kick in the butt, you know. But, hey, you know what? Failure, with failure comes success. So just got to keep going. Oh, that was well worth uh, doing what it has to be done. to. Yeah, to I, believe, right. I believe that so. Is, I think that's just the... So, you're, you're just climbing the hill, man. You just got to get over that because that thing is exquisite. Beautiful. Exquisite. Beautiful. So just so everybody realizes the size of this Edge 540 and a half, tell them what engine's on it. Uh, well, the, the Edge 540 and a half is the float plane. It's the purple one. Uh, it's, it ends up being, what, I think, 107 inch is what it was, the standard. It's basically the same. It's the same uh, wingspan as it was on the Edge 540. Um, I do things a little bit different. I don't really draw things. I just kind of make them up as I go. Um, uh, I just kind of plan four steps ahead. I built basically built me a wing saddle that kind of looked like a uh, piece of plywood with two vertical pieces of plywood that bolted up against the wings and glued it down and just glued it on top of the uh, – uh, um, hang on a second. got to decline this one. Okay. Um, I, I kind of just glued it. To, uh, to a piece of foam, carved the foam out, and fiberglassed everything together. Um, so it's got a DLE 111. I seem to have a whole pile of those things laying around, so that's what I put on it. <laughs> it's a good thing to have lying around a pile of, huh? Right. In the scrap yeah. pile of right, that. Right, right. <laughs> you never know what you'll find, man. You never know. Right, right. Like the, in, this, in my scrap pile, man, I'm telling you, you can find all kinds of crap. You know, I got a 30 by 60 shop full of stuff, so... Chances are, if I ain't got it, you ain't going to get it. <laughs> right. <laughs> you ain't got it. So, Rod and I met, actually, uh, via a uh, a deal. I was looking for some Grotner receivers, and he happened to have some Grotner oh, receivers. Okay. That's how Rod I and I okay. met. Okay, this is okay. okay. You know, and he's like, yeah, send me X amount of dollars. I'll take care of you. And he took care of me. I mean, over and above what he should have, you know. I mean, he's just that good a guy. But, well, you know. The thing of it is, is that, I, you know, I, you know, this hobby, this hobby is expensive. If I can help somebody and I've, and I've tried to help other people. Um, and I guess to the point to where I, I have a hard time taking a lot of negativity from people. I mean, we're all in a hobby together and, and I believe in everybody ought to scratch each other's back. Like the other night, I think Clint was talking about how, you know, uh, kids go and, they want to go to a flying site and then they get there and nobody's willing to help them. Well, you know, I've seen that a million times and uh, it just, it blows me away. These kids are our future. And without these kids, without their money, uh, you and I are going to be the dinosaurs of, of RC, you know, uh, 
it'll just be it'll just be a bunch of uh, instant gratification airplanes that you buy in a box and you throw them together and go. And nobody will understand the math. Nobody will understand the science of it. Um, you you know, it's sometimes in order to make things happen, you have to use your brain. And I, I find a lot of airplanes now, you don't really use your brain anymore. And uh, so when guys come around my shop, they're, they, they're, they're impressed, and which is nice, but they don't have a clue how to get to that. I have a friend of mine who's older than me that can put together a sand rail, a $100,000 sand rail, but can't build a $150 airplane. And, um, <laughs> right. you know, I just think that I think this hobby needs to get back into sitting down with the youth and sitting down and saying, look, it's not all about Xbox. It's about this math, because when you get older, all of a sudden you're going to find it very, very interesting. Uh, well, I don't. That's it, just the way I believe, you know. I, and, and I fully agree with you. My my history is mostly scratch built until probably the past 10 years. And, uh, see, but your dad, your dad did it right. He, he, see, I didn't have anybody like that. My dad was into trap shooting, and we, sh- and I shot my whole life. I, you know, I, I shot a lot of shotgun. I probably shot over a million rounds. Um, but uh, it, I never had anybody like that. I remember my first. You guys were talking about your first experiences uh, a couple weeks ago, and I thought that was really cool because it brought back a really good memory of my dad. Somebody brought up the old Cox 049 uh, control line. Yeah. And, and that was my first airplane was the P-40. My dad bought it for me for Christmas, and I think he spent a whole 10 bucks back in <laughs> 1980. Right. That was before I was even born, Rob. We flew it until the motor melted off of it, you know. Wow. So that's, that's the fun part. Those are the good memories that will last a lifetime. Oh, yeah. So one of, the, one of the things in my dad's workshop that I, I refuse to ever get rid of is one of the – he had a, uh, it's not a Sky Raider, it's a, I believe it's a Hellcat that he built when he was, you know, 15, 16, 17 years old as a U-Control airplane. Had a little, you know, Fox 32, uh, you know, U-Control motor on it. He still has that airplane in almost fully intact condition in our build shop. That is really awesome, dude. You know, that, and those that, are Those are memories you can't get rid of. You know what I mean? Right. We uh we actually built a Newport 17. So we were uh, my grandfather died some years ago. You know everybody unfortunately dies, but uh we uh we were going through an old wood box, and in in this box was an airplane that was painted by my grandfather, hand painted. In like 19 uh, oh it was 1920s or something like that. You know, and we used the color scheme, which is really basic, because back then all he had was some black paints and some yellow paints. You know, he didn't have all the colors that we have nowadays, and you wonder why that airplane's basic. That's exactly why it's basic, because we followed his color scheme on a Newport 17, on our third-scale Newport 17. Right. Right. Yeah, that's something I like. Exactly. Y'all uh, kind of beat to your own drum when it comes to all this color, big stuff the, yeah. well the color schemes too you, you don't you know you kind of pick what you like and go with it right but they're all uh, i'm ever everything we have except for the green d7 i mean i would consider a true world war one color scheme you know maybe the blue and white d7 might be pushing it but it left a factory some color you it shit was black and white back then you don't know what color it was yeah i guess that's true i guess that's true 
No, I, I took that green I took that green D7 to Joe Nall and the man walked up to me. He said, well, that one just didn't make it from the factory. Yo, I mean, well, you're right. So, well, you know, enjoy it. Now, and mind you, the airplane says, hold my beer in German down the side of it. So, Rod, I sent you a video on Messenger. I want you to watch that later and tell me what you think. Oh, Lord. That was probably the reason why my phone just went off, wasn't it? Oh, Dude. did it? I'm sorry. I, we didn't hear it. Yeah. <laughs> he did. He's like, what in the hell's was, going on here? I was wondering why I was vibrating. It was starting to turn me on a little bit over here. Yeah. Well, Boy, I could sketchy. send you more. <laughs> could make something happen. But, you know, uh, and you're very correct. You know, there's there's a lot of people, and even even us to an extent, you know, we all have little different aspects in the hobby. And there's a lot of foam going on right now, but at the end of the day, I think all of us are kind of in on, we want to build something. We just, you know, sometimes you have wife, you have kids. You yeah, know. we're just in a point in our life to where it's, you know, I just don't have time to sit down and devote as much attention to that as I, I would really like to. So I put it off. I don't know if it's not that I have time or if it's more that I have time. You know, the time I heard, I I heard you myself. talking about that a couple of weeks ago, if I may interrupt. Sure. You know, the thing of it is, the thing of it is, man, is uh, grab yourself, go down and get yourself a, a building board. When I say building board, I'm talking to go, go to Home Depot and get you a hollow core door because deep push pins will fit right in. And just start cutting out wood. Have your cocktail and start cutting out wood. Dude, I'm going to tell you something. You'll find that fire. It'll come right. because once I get busy, start cutting some wood or, you know, you start smelling that balsa burning, you know, or, uh, you know, you got a bandsaw and you're cutting out some beautiful parts. Um, man, all of a sudden you just, it's like, man, I can't wait to grab the glue bottle. You know, right. it's just, it's, it's a matter of just going in and doing it. Don't buy it. Don't get anything big. Find something that's, I, did you guys see the space walker? The, uh, that seems to be like the biggest one everybody always compliments. Did you guys see the uh, evil space walker? Man, that thing is nuts cool. Dude, okay, so, so, that, so that thing was all scratch built. Everything on that airplane is completely scratch built. I bought a set of plans from SIG for the SIG Space Walker 2, and I changed the rudder, I changed the elevators, I changed the stab, I changed the way the airplane looked, the stance. The, I put, you know, I put uh, wing to, uh, uh, wing struts on it, aluminum wing struts, um, and everything came from the hardware. There is not one or anything on that airplane that was like that you could buy at a hobby store, including the glue. I mean, everything was bought at the. There's a custom wood place in Reno where I bought the wood for it, the plywood, all the birch, everything. Um, uh, I bought all the balsa wood, you know, for the for the for the wings and cut everything out. But basically, I took. Um, I took a 111 cc DLE and figured, okay, I'll just blow these plans up and build it around that because I wanted a 100 cc plane. Well, then it just became a it became a labor of love. Well, then I, you know, kind of scratched it after I built it, and I decided to I wanted more horsepower. Who doesn't? So I put a DLE 222 on it with a 36 inch propeller. I sent the propeller down to Vegas uh, and had it chromed. It's a Bila uh, uh, <laughs> propeller, but it's got chrome. It's got chrome uh, coating over the top of it. So everything on that airplane and the sink parts for the exhaust and everything's chrome and polished. My buddy built the landing gear with the bicycle shock. That's what I was gonna say. And, Where, what 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 uh, bicycle was that? You got those tires off of? <laughs> well, that, okay. So so the tires. That's another thing. So the tires. You know, everything I had to look up. I had to try to find those tires are for a downhill skateboard. 
they uh, they had some kind of downhill skateboard company. I don't remember who it was who it was made by, but they had the wheels and you could buy buy one with a motor in it, so it would it would motor you down some of the hill or whatever. I just bought the free wheels with the bearings in them. So I bought two of those, had them sent to me. Everything was online. The air cleaners are for a 750 Honda, you know, so, and I built the cups that bolt to the, to the carburetors and then you put the clamps on. So you got chrome air cleaners and it just became a labor of love. It this just guy. became well, more and more and more. That's well, part of the fun is, is oh, yeah. sourcing out the stuff and finding the perfect things you think will work and, you go. Oh yeah, it, it does work oh. out perfect, man. That's 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 fun stuff. I, and and just so you know, Rod, I just showed them the uh, the picture you had sent me of that airplane, so they know what you exactly what you're talking about. It reminds me, what were the two at Jonal, the two that had, I I can't remember. That's what it reminds he, the me. guy builds one a year. Yeah, and each one of them is powered differently because one of them was powered by like a Moki, and then another one had a Valak on it, or however you say it, and then another one had something else on it. And the uh, other scratch one that came to mind is the uh, ZDZ powered uh, Stuka dive bomber. Yeah, that guy, he's in that boat. Patrick yeah. uh, Patrick McLaughlin, that guy is in that boat. He scratch built a Stuka that's powered by an electric start ZDZ 210 inline. And if you haven't looked at that airplane, man, you need to look at that airplane. That is a massive. I know there's, I know there's pictures of it floating around oh, all over the internet. Yeah. I mean, and that guy, man, we've hung out with that guy with yeah. Patrick. Uh, he's good stuff. Yeah. So. Hey Rod, I got a question on that uh, last plane we were talking about there. Tell me about that fuel rig, man. How the you, what now? The fuel rig or your little toolbox and everything that you like built to match that. You know, that's another thing. Uh, I okay, so. That, how that started was is I don't well I think I think I kind of brought it up at the beginning of the of the cast. Um, I do a lot of the uh, trophies for HSF, which is happens to be the flask. And um, I ordered some flask one day, and there were gallons instead of half gallons, so they were like huge. And I thought, well, what am I going to do with these? Because I I'm not going to you know I did give away gallons the year before, but they didn't go quite as good as the half gallons. So. Um, uh, I figured, well, I'll keep those, and maybe one of these days I'll use them as fuel cans because I just thought it looked kind of cool. And I went down to uh, Home Depot and bought some stick wood and a little a little platform and kind of built me a fueler station. So one side's got smoke oil and the other one's got uh, fuel. And I, I know everybody argues with me, but I burn 100 low lead in all my engines. I just, I, I don't believe in the ethanol. Um, so I go to the airport and I mix me up good fuel and I've been running it for years with no problems. And I, uh, so I put a hundred low lead in there. So when you see that on the front of the tank, that is exactly what is in there. And, and I mean, it matches uh, I make, the plane I make my exactly. own smoke oil and, and I just call it today. I just, the, the fuel canister just kind of had to match the evilness of the evil spacewalker. Right. Well, the, uh, it's awesome. Man. I don't necessarily disagree with the hundred low lead thing. We get straight gas, no. But we can still though. get straight gas here, so yeah. it's not right, really. Right. I, I I feel if I could not get straight gas, I would probably be in the same boat. But also, I bet it runs good. Ah, uh, I don't know. I mean, these engines aren't designed for high octane. You see, that's the thing. You know, you always get the guys that argue with you, and that's fine. They're not designed for that. Um, but for me, I like to smell it. <laughs> oh, I love the smell. Right. <laughs> I like blue if, gas. If they, if they, if they, if they made it into a perfume, then uh, I'd be marrying the gal, the first gal that was wearing it. Right. So, you know. Well, and and uh, you have access. It sounds like. So, do you fly full scale also? No, I don't fly full scale. Um, 
you know, I, I don't know what it is. Um, I, I, I have been offered to, uh, you know, to get my pilot's license in the whole nine yards. And, and, and that was always, that was very nice, but I just kind of let it go. And, uh, I didn't really want to do it because it's really not my bag. I don't, you know, to me guys, I, I like to build an airplane and sit back and look at it and then watch it fly by. For me, that is just like the biggest joy in the world. And, uh, there's a, you know, I, I'm hoping tomorrow, uh, I can fly the twin Sukhoi. That's what I'm hoping for. So here, when it cools down a little bit, I'm going to go charge the batteries up and we're going to take it out tomorrow. Um, and I just, I, to, to me, I would rather be watching it go by than be inside of it. I know it sounds weird, but uh, I've been up several times. I've been up in, you know, a couple of beavers and uh, been up in some, in some nice airplanes. In fact, Kevin, Kevin was going to buy a Stearman or he was looking at getting a Stearman or something this past weekend and something didn't fall through. But I told him, I said, you get that red one, I'm going to go for a ride. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. oh, definitely. These guys are over here going high school on you. I'm just oh, letting yeah. you know, yeah. junior high, yeah. junior high. Yeah. yeah, I've been all up in them beavers. Yeah, <laughs> been up in a couple beavers myself. Yeah. Oh, jeez, <laughs> oh. Jesus. Yeah, exactly, there. man. Wait, what are you got... talking about? I'm talking about airplanes. Yeah, me too. Yeah, okay. I had a GWS beaver. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, lie to somebody else. <laughs> Crazy bastards. It gets like that, which, man, I, every, I know everybody that listens to this show thinks, man, these guys just get wasted and just sit there and talk. And you're kind of right, but it's our Friday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is, uh, it's our Friday night experience, you know. I mean, this is something that uh, uh, we don't do this just for us. We do this for everybody because we enjoy it. You know, we want to talk about everything that happens. And, and tonight with our, you know, with uh, lack of better words, our experiment going on here, you yeah. know, I mean. We uh, haven't even uh, really explained that. Talk right. about the a scrap pile rig. Yeah, yeah, talk about Man, a scrap my voice pile rig. That's how good it yeah. is. Yo, but how often is it you get to talk to uh, somebody half halfway across the country? He's hell. He's in the UK. Remember? Right. Yeah. He's in the UK. <laughs> halfway yeah. halfway yeah, across the world, yeah. and uh, yo, just just have a conversation about flying model airplanes. Well, it's um, like I I told Clint this before, and I'll tell all you guys. You know. I tried to listen to a several shows before I even knew this one was going. I I think I got in on the third episode. The first couple episodes I couldn't hear in the truck. Uh, you guys, I I told Clint, you guys got a problem with your mics or something. What, I can't hear what, you. I don't know what's what going on. What platform was you listening you know? to on? Yeah. yeah, that's a good question. What platform? What's that? Were you listening to it like on iTunes or Spotify or uh, which? Uh, I was I was on. Hang on a second. I was on. Uh, what the heck is it? Hang on a second. I'll tell you. It's, I bet we can tell you. It's on the iPodcast, or not iPhone, but just regular podcast. Right. So, man, uh, I've had a couple complaints, and I have, man, it's like certain people that it uploads to. Because I use, I think we use Anchor, and it just kind of uploads to everything, basically. Yeah. It kind of does all that stuff for you. And, uh, but now, but, but, but now you guys obviously are, got it fixed or something because right. I hear well, you fine, and I'm in a truck. So well, hey, and I will tell you, I mean, what what is this? We're this is episode eleven, I believe. Yeah, or we're 10, at eleven. Ten and yeah, eleven. Yeah, yeah. And dude, we we're figuring this out along the way, man. We don't. Have, I've got a little bit of a background in some of this stuff, but I mean, we don't know what the hell we're doing, man. I yeah, but, you know, I'm surprised people is, listen. It's. I mean, that's the point I'm at. You know. <laughs> well, like I like I like I told Clint, uh, you know, the thing of it is, is that. 
um, I, I know BS when I hear it. And, and, uh, and I, and again, you guys cover all the aspects, which makes this podcast, I think a little bit different. I mean, you talk to helicopter guys, I flew helicopters for a year or so, and I, and I didn't really get into it, but it's still cool to hear about technology. Um, you guys brought up the, the things about the drones and, um, you know, uh, keeping everybody informed about that kind of stuff. That's important. And I, and I don't care what anybody says. That kind of stuff's important. And it's good to have somebody who's down to earth like you guys. You know, you're all Okies and you're down to earth. And you just, you, you guys are throwing a podcast that you're going to really have something. You guys are going to be stars and, and you're going to have something because there's nothing out there like it. Man, that's um, crazy to even hear. Yeah, we, yeah. we appreciate <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. You know? and, but, you know, and it's, but it's but it's, but I'm I'm just being honest. There's nothing like it. I've, I've I've looked. You know, when I first started driving truck and I started listening to podcasts, I thought, I wonder if they got any RC stuff. And God, yes, I'm telling you, holy hell, somebody shoot me! I you know talk <laughs> about boring, you know. But you guys are fun, and uh, I, I would say that if you're gonna if you're gonna keep doing it, keep it fun, keep it real, and 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 update people on who's doing what and. I would say, you know, small, smaller flying events, make sure you post those guys and, and just keep this hobby alive because you guys might post something that's going on in Sacramento and I might say, oh, I'm going to have to jot over there and take a look, right, you know. Right, right. Well, man, that's kind of everybody's deal, man. If, you, if you're in our group or if you're not, man, share it out. Get some people in sure, there. Let's keep in, people there. informed, man. We can't keep up with all this not stuff. That and that's where touch I, a whole bunch of people, but right. you never know who we touch. Yeah, that's cr- it, right. it's, uh, it's wild, man. I got a message the other day. So uh, some people know it, some people don't. We took a trip to Henrietta two weeks ago. Not last weekend, but the weekend before. Something like that. Something like that. Maybe it was last weekend. Hell, I don't remember. <laughs> no, it was weekend before. It's life in the it fast lane, man. Two weeks ago. It's One too many whiskeys. Maybe. <laughs> exactly. Maybe. <laughs> but uh, so uh, we were out there, and we were doing what we were doing and checking our situation out. And uh, there was this young young man there, and, you know, he was, he was wanting to get into the hobby and such. That kid, he added me on Facebook yesterday and shot me a message. He said, hey, man, I've been listening to the podcast. Really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And... I appreciate what you guys are doing, you know, and just, uh, he didn't go on and on and on, but he went on about, you know, he enjoyed us and he wants to continue to grow into the hobby and move forward into the hobby. And, you know, I, and did, that, did he get his, uh, what, he's going to build a SIG uh, Senior? Senior Reader or something yeah, like not that. Not the Senior Reader, the, the bigger one. The Cadet. Senior Cadet. Right, right. You know, so I I didn't ask a whole lot of questions. I thanked him. I kind of conversated for a minute and went on about life, you know. But stuff like that is what keeps us going. Right. You know, you, you can shoot RC Scrap Pile a message and all three of us will deal with it. Or you can shoot, shoot any of the one of us a message and we'll deal with it individually. Man. I mean, well, you know, it's, it's also good, too, because these guys are coming on board like, uh, you know, Texas RC. I, I never heard of those guys. I mean, you look on, you look up giant scale airplanes, and you know, I never knew of him. And uh, I talked to him today. He's a great guy. And those, that's how, that's how this Harvey stays alive. Is guys, right? Uh, you know, throwing, throwing, throwing the word out that these guys are open, because God knows there's plenty of hobby shops closing. So, uh, you that's know, uh, for him to, for him to come on your podcast is pretty awesome. And 
I hope it works out for him. At least he's got one sale at least. And I told him that once that T that T twenty eight comes out, I'm like, Grin, man, I'm gonna own that. Yeah, bad boy. that T twenty eight is. Is that the one they're developing, or is that the ones that, in the, well, no, on the that, way we across were, the water? No, we we're just kind of having a open discussion about stuff that he was thinking about, you know, getting with them and trying right. to create. And that's a that's a badass airplane. I I I'm in. You don't see a lot of them. No. Especially in, you know, and I, again, I, I hate to use the word ARF because I, I, I believe that airplane is nicer than, you know, most. Right, right. He's at, got least, the right at least he's the got D-80 the right is, you know. I mean, that airplane's yeah. nice. It doesn't have no crooked corners or, you know, I mean, it's just a nice airplane. So I would expect the T-28 to be the same. Yeah, yeah. And I've been looking. I was going to scratch build one, but, you know, I get so busy that it's hard to, it's hard to do it, but... Sometimes when somebody's got an art that, that that is that nice, and he was also talking about the B seventeen, uh, right? You know, holy smokes! I mean, I'd love to own a B seventeen, but I'm not going to take the time to, to to carve one out and build one if I can buy one. It, you right. know, exactly. It, yeah, you're a hundred percent on point right there on something like that. It more likely you could buy cheaper than you could yeah. build. Right. That's, right. That's true. I mean, by the time he figures it out, and you know, even if he sold the airplane for. I mean, and I'm not kidding, guys, when I say this, and I know it's going to sound odd, probably some listeners, but even if he was charging $2,700 for an airplane that size, uh, you know, 114, you don't realize what it takes to to build a mold and do all the fiberglassing and put everything together and get everything, you know, I mean, it's a lot of time. So $2,700, and it would save me about three years because that's the only thing I know. Um, it would save me three years of time. Oh, I'd buy that B seventeen in a heartbeat. Right, right. But the but the only reason that I bought the uh, built the Beaver was at the time there was only one Beaver that was twelve foot wingspan. It was coming from Germany, and to get it to my doorstep was sixty five hundred dollars. Holy shucks! So that was the re- that was the only reason I said, you know what, I can do this for a lot less. Uh, uh, you know. Did I? No. I, I got to be honest. I'm I'm into that beaver pretty hard, but and it's not just because of the motor. It's not because of everything else. It's the time and the fiberglass and all the resin and all the glass and and uh, you know it's just holy moly. It takes a lot. So if he's going to carve out a B17, like I said, and if it's two grand, you better jump on it. Right. You know because you're not going to find an airplane uh, in the art category for that kind of price point. There's no way. So I don't know. Like I said, I don't know where he's at price point, but I, if it's twenty five hundred bucks, I'd still jump on it. You know. Yeah, Rod, I think a lot of it's a good deal for sure. Yeah, Rod, I got a question. This is sure. coming. This is a squirrel moment, but it's a question that's been asked just about everybody. What uh, radio do you use? <laughs> well, it, that's another whole <laughs> can of worms. Um, <laughs> I started. I started out with. Uh, I started out a long time ago with Jr. And it, when it was FM, and then I, somebody finally, I was the last one in line. Finally, somebody talked me into a DX8 uh, Spectrum, and I flew Spectrum for several years. Um, I'm not going to go into a pile load of mess, but I was very disfranchised uh, with Spectrum after a while. And I just said, you know what, I'm tired of this. So then I went to Grumpner, and man, I man, I was getting radios and receivers, and it was reasonable, and, and they stayed locked on, and the telemetry was great, and then they went out of business. Right. Ugh. So you couldn't buy anything, and I was screwed. And so I'm like, oh, man. 
So I knew I was going to do something else. I just didn't know what. And I think that was right about the time I was, I, I met up with Clint and I ended up buying a jetty radio from a guy on flying giants. He had it up for sale. It was a $1,300 radio. He wanted $600 shipped. So I said, I might be interested in that, even though it had a big body. And man, I'll tell you what, I, I've been I've been so glad I went to this radio ever since. I have never felt a connection with a radio like I have with this one. It just feels good in my hands and it feels rock solid. I um so I, I'm I'm really, really good with it. Now you guys were talking about connectors the other day. Um there's a guy on Flying Giants, he's got a little small business and he's putting together connectors. So all my radios are snap. So I have two snaps, two six channel harnesses coming out of my receivers and a battery plug and my of course my two antennas which i went to 7-eleven and got me some antenna too <laughs> uh, so anyway uh i i i take those and i plug in the two harnesses i plug in my battery strap the receiver down and i'm good to go i have three receivers for every airplane i have in my shop so if i go camping i've got three airplanes all of them are loaded with all the receivers I have. I take that back, I lied. I have two other nine channels because they're hard to get into. Uh, one is in the Spacewalker and one is in my J3P, the three-cylinder uh, radial cub. Um, just because those are hard to get into and the 12-channel receiver is just too big. But I bought 12-channel receivers for everything. That way I can plug in smoke and lights and do all the stuff I need to do at ignition kill switches. And I have plenty of plugs. And when I go in and I set up a radio, all I do is plug in to the plugs and start assigning the certain channels what I need to assign. So when I go back to it, all I got to do is turn it on and hit select, and it goes right to that ra that receiver. It says, you sure you want to do this? Yes, I do. And wham, I'm ready to go flying. So it's about as easy as it gets. And Jetty has totally earned my business. Well, man, it looks like some kind of fine Italian instrument or something. I don't know where those are made. Is it made in Germany, or where is that made at? Uh, you know, I, European, I think it's, I, do I, I want to say Czechoslovakia for some stupid reason. Right. And that, my, man, it, I mean, they look fantastic. I've never had my hands on one. I've just seen it they in the are, magazines. They are bulletproof, man. And uh, there's one guy out there. His name's Harry. And uh, he's, he's one of those type of guys you ask anything about this Jetty Radio, and he's got it figured out. On the, on the twin Sukhoi, what I wanted was I wanted a little bit of a throttle push. So if I hit, hit the, the right rudder, I wanted the left engine to come up to pull it over the top. So I said, is there any way that I can do this? And this guy had it dialed in. He went through a whole video section of how to do it, how to get the exact percentage I needed to get it to turn over. And um, I, it, it is so easy. I mean, everything that Jetty has for me is you know, I'm getting to be an old man. I, you know, you can start handing me androids. I'm like, what? I don't even know what to do. <laughs> right. So, uh, this radio has really been uh, unbelievable, and I'm just so solid with it. It just feels so good in my hands. You know. Well, man, I'm so, really and, into it, and everything. Everything is programmable. Every switch, every knob. Uh, I mean, I know everybody's got that. But one of my old things I used to do with all my radios is I used to re-solder my trim tabs. So I would take my elevator and my aileron and move it over to the left side. That way I could adjust it as I was flying. Now I can just assign it. So it's totally different, man. It's really cool. Hey, man, hey. I see a lot of guys that uh, fly, like, really high-end gliders and stuff like that, which 
man, I've got this strange infatuation with slope soaring. But, man, that's what the, all those guys are using. I mean, all the turbine guys are using. Yeah, it's all jetty. Kind of, that's all I yeah. see those guys fly. They lock on really well. And if, you know, uh, they don't pay me at all. They're, they're, I, I'm not sponsored by anybody. I can't even get sponsored by Double Bubble. So, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but I, you know, nobody sponsors me. A lot of things that I'll find online, I'll pump them because they happen to be good products. And I don't know if any of your listeners are using those X Koi balancers, but I just bought one, and oh, I don't know how I did it without it. What is you it? Know? What is that now? You said an X Koi balancer. What is that? It's a it's a balance machine. It comes with three oh. scales and a little box. Yeah, Doc Moser has one. Ah. and it's and like I'm a real weight balance machine. It's got know? three pads. You put your plate on there. It calculates everything. Tells you where your CG needs to be. What? Right, oh, they're cool. Yeah, that sounds it's, real cool. It's really wicked. I actually posted a video of how to how to uh, to use it because I couldn't find any good uh, videos online. So I posted a redneck version that kind of just explained it in layman's terms. And that balancer is so dead on; it's it's unbelievable. It's how they build. It's how they balance the real airplanes. So instead of picking things up with your fingers, because I tell you what, you're not going to pick up a 72 pound beaver with your fingertips. <laughs> right. Right. You know. So uh, that's the reason why I bought it, and it is just absolutely fantastic. It'll weigh, it'll balance an airplane up to a hundred pounds. Pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, one of our flying, well, guy at flying field has one, and I haven't seen it yet, but he explained it to me, and it's, uh, he just kind of, kind of figures it all out for you. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It's really song. cool. Well, all right, guys, I think we're going to take a quick break here and get a hold of the situation and go from there. We'll be right back, guys. Give me the keys, Lisa. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Welcome back to the RC Scrap Pile. Man, what a show this has been, huh? Well, it's been pretty fantastic, man. I'm a pretty big fan of Rod Elliott, man. I'm a huge fan of Rod Elliott. Agreed. I'm so much of a fan that uh, he told me while we were talking kind of on the break, he's like, man, I'm not going to have anything to listen to on Monday. And I'm like, no, buddy, we're going to do this last half just for you. Just, yep, for, just, just for us. It's just us three yep. on the last half. Foamies and, and arfs. That's and, all we uh, got for you, Rod. I'm as sorry. As Rod's yeah. request, I'm Larry Daniels. I'm Across Clint Trow. I'm Clint Trow. And I'm Casey Davis. Lisa. Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you're going to have to forgive O'Casey Davis tonight. Man, it was my turn to cut loose. So, this is kind of what you get. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I guess yeah, I did here a while back. You cut loose a little different than we cut loose, though. <laughs> you can't land. <laughs> Damn it, man. <laughs> this guy. What's going to be messed up is what What if we release this show before that show? They're not going to know what it's about until that show comes out. Maybe. Maybe not. Stay tuned. That's yeah, it. Stay tuned yeah. to the scrap pile. <laughs> Woohoo! But at any rate, guys, we—I mean, we still have some stuff that is going on here. You know, uh, it's kind of getting crazy. It, it's getting real crazy, and I'm pretty excited about it. And one of the things that I'm really excited about is this OMP hobby bighorn. Man, I've t- already state claim right. I am uh, trying to grease palms right now at so I can get my of. hands on at least one of those things as soon as they come out. Preferably three, one of each color. That's that's kind of what we're looking for. We'll have and where that. do we get those? We get those at where? 
Buddy RC. That's right. Go check out yep. old TJ Williams, man. Yeah, be sure and check out TJ. He's yeah. that man, guy. I, I'm gonna have one of those big horns. It's well, gonna happen. I'll tell you what about Buddy RC. I ordered me a charger. I was in the market. I needed a charger. Looking at the eye chargers pretty hard. And then I started shopping around. I have a little ISDT 300 watt. And it'll. Just a side note. TJ has no idea you ordered that charger. He well, I didn't. I don't need him. I mean, right. That's right. Uh, that's the cool part about the, this the, whole deal. Right, is this, it's all natural. This. Uh, I mean, the price is right, and they had free shipping over eighty nine bucks. I'm in. Right. But uh, this ISDT charger. I think it might. I, I don't want to say it's an eye charger killer. But uh. Well, here's the thing. Pound for see, pound. Right. I don't see a ton of them, but the people that I know that have them absolutely love them. I've got one. Right. You've got one. I've got one. Clay. Uh, yeah, Clay. That's what Clay is running. Exclusively. He's yeah. got two of them in his uh, charge box. Uh, so are you going to build a charge box for it, or what are you going to do? Yeah, but till then, I'm going to use your power supply. <laughs> That's how I roll. <laughs> no. Clint's like, hey, no, I've got a generator I mean, and, a, and a recharger, man. Back to Buddy RC, though. I ordered that thing on... Man, what I did, like Thursday or Friday of last week, and it showed, Friday. Up, showed up Monday. Right. Fast. Right now. Uh, right Solid now. service. Yeah. Kept we, me in the loop. Kept the emails coming. Let me know that the shipment was filled, the shipment shipped, tracking number. We, we've we used uh, Buddy RC for many years uh, for our lifey packs. For, for our glaciers. Glaciers. Yeah. Glaciers. Yeah. But, you know, uh, and uh, it had zero problems with them. You know, it's all lifey. Low, you know, low voltage, not lipo stuff. So, but this ISDT charger, man, I'm digging it. Yo, I'm digging it. I, the, I think it's easier to use in your eye charger. I'm not gonna disagree with you. An eye charger, you have to know how to walk around. Yeah, this one's, you know, this one's pretty. Uh, I, I, I don't basic. think you understand my excitement level. Just because I have an eye charger, don't mean I won't build another box. Well, right, but I'm just saying, uh, it, it comes in about. What seventy dollars cheaper? You had, you had the three hundred eight. Yes, it's a fifteen hundred thousand watt, fifteen hundred watt. Fifteen hundred, I think. That's, Hang on, I'll this look. This one's fifteen hundred watt, thirty amp. It's Bluetooth. I could hook Bluetooth up to it and change my pretty much change settings right. and monitor from yep. my lawn chair at the flying field. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Look at uh, I mean it, it, it pops up. The screen of the charger comes up on your phone. Which, man, I mean, I, I'm pretty techy. Stuff like that, I like it. Well, you got to hold it. It's, right. It's not, I mean, it's. Right, yeah. What it, are y'all meeting up without me? What are you, are you well, over there on Facebook or something, man? I don't know. He's Jeez. talking about how you got to see the charger and he hadn't seen it yet. Oh, dude, I had to go get my jet. Yeah, I was holding his jet. Oh, for ransom? <laughs> no. Well, so, no. no, I was hiding it at his house, so my <laughs> wife didn't yeah. see it. What are you talking about? <laughs> Boy. Yeah. And now it's made it from my house up here to the studio. That's still right. Yeah. It, it still ain't yet. made it home yet. Babe, yeah. look what they gave me today. Yeah. <laughs> so they don't even list this, this one in watts. The iCharger, they don't even list it in watts. Okay. It says high power charger providing 30 amps on each of two channels. Okay. Or combine the two outputs in parallel for up to fifty amp charge rates. Same same parameters of the ISDT, and it's it's one eighty nine instead of two sixty nine, something like that. Right, and I get that. To me, it's a little more compact. It's I mean, it's it's uh, we'll see. I was I was 
getting ready to pull the trigger on it. And I don't know what made me look at the ISDT, but uh, yeah, two sixty nine for night charger. Yeah. Buddy RC has the the P thirty is what it is, right? It's two, and it's a smart charger. I'm not real sure what that entails yet. I don't know if that means it'll charge the Spectrum smart lipos. Uh, I, 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 I'm not going to be using them. So, well, well, man, on on that deal, I think that ISDT actually makes the new Spectrum stuff. They do. I, I think they do. It no, looked, they it looks very, Okay, they do. Yep, they developed it. Right. Uh, but, well, I was noticing on the plug on the back of your charger, it's like an XT90 plug, but it's got two other probes two in there. Two pins in between the two yeah. main. What uh, does that do? Uh, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like that. Uh, yeah. I, we all get hung I've up. I've not got point. there yet. But, right. Uh, the cool I'm feature in, of it I'm, is is with the eye charger. You have to correct me, but when you're charging, and if you want to see the the uh, resistance reading mm-hmm. of the battery, do you have to go in and select that? Uh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, I say that you have to hit one button for it to display. Okay. On on the ISDT. It's there. It automatically comes up, and which I didn't know. I was charging some batteries tonight. I didn't know the resistance goes down as you charge the battery. I thought it was a set. No, I don't think so. I mean, I, I think the resistance in the battery is probably the most at lower at the lowest. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you when the battery is used in its cycle as far as the flight, yeah. I think that's when you should probably be looking at that. And I was charging some. Uh, I got me a couple of. Stall drag batteries. Oh, yeah? Some 4S 2600s from Jason. and Man, I love the size of these batteries. He has an awesome battery. Uh, and that's a... Uh, I'm promising you that's the battery that's going to be in the D8. Well, that was my problem. I've been flying this little Timber X on 3S just because the 4S batteries I had were so big. It was it's a pain in the butt to get it into the battery. <laughs> yeah, these things, it's, I mean, it's... It's just there. It slides it's, right in. It's the size, yeah. And you yeah. also used Michael Wyatt's holder, didn't you? Absolutely. Trick. Well, man, that 2600, I've got some 1800 4S batteries. It's about the same it's size. It's the same size. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, Now, I didn't break out of scale and get all scientific and weigh anything, but, I mean, they're they're exactly yeah. the same size, and this one's a 2600. So those batteries are a couple years old. Does battery technology come to the point where, I mean, that's awesome. <sighs> I don't know. That's totally awesome. I know I've been flying the hell out of those uh, 6S 5000s. Yep. I mean, they come back uh, They come back balanced every time. They're not Ill, Real close. ill-mannered, yep. you know. I yep. mean, so far our experience has been really nice with the A-Power batteries. I really enjoy it. But I think teaming those up with that ISDT, man, I'm uh, I'm stepping up into the Let's get it connected. Well, when yeah. grown-up world, you know. <laughs> uh, uh, in situations like that, when you're flying big 6S stuff and 5S, or even big 4S, you know, uh, you have to have something that'll charge, and and nothing against the high tech stuff or or anything like that. But you have to have <laughs> something. You can set that if you have a fifty five hundred six cell, you know, and you set your high tech at five point five amps to just even do a one C charge. It would only mine would only well mine would I have a DC one, and it would only go at two and a half amps. Right, you're looking at an hour long at minimum. Hour and a half. Right. Mine's the yeah. same way. I think mine was doing three, four. Yeah. Even if, I, even if I had it set at six. Uh, what, and I think where you realized it is we were using my eye charger. Yeah. You know, and we run it up to 2C on running, a generator. Well, I, we was doing eight amps. Right. Twice. Not just Times one two. Not yeah. just one side. Right. 
We're, so that's 16 naps going in. And I just, I just thought of something I don't like about the ISDT. So the input, power input to it is an XD90. Right. Which ain't a big deal. I mean, you just whip up an XD90 with some banana plugs. The output is an XD60. So I'm going from an XD60 out of the charger to an XD90 to hook up the battery. Does it make a big? Yeah, probably not. But I mean, I'd, ra- I'd rather taper down to a smaller connector than up. You know, right? To, so. Yeah, I get right. that. Well, I mean, it's just kind of having an adapter for an adapter at this point. Right. But I mean, up until but, I started getting into some of this bigger stuff and bought some of these six S batteries, everything was XD60. I would say ninety you know, percent of your electrics are XD60. Right. right. That's the one thing that I do like about the iCharger is banana plugs in. You know, and right. whatever connect, it, yo. But at the same time, if I'm flying 2200 packs, 3S, I could take one of my 6S 5000s, plug it into that charger straight into the back and charge smaller packs off of my bigger packs, which would kind of be a harder thing for you to do. No, not really. That one, uh, that one, you can power it with a battery. Well, it, I know uh, you can, you but know. I mean, you'd have to rig. I, I could take. The XD90 off that battery pack right straight back into the back of that charger and power it. Right. You know. Uh, it It's going to be one of those deals. Either way, you have power supplies. You have a generator. Right. Right. I mean, you know, it, I I think at the end of the day, you're going to come to a come to a point where it's going to be the uh, user friendliness of the two. You know, on an iCharger, once you get used to it, it's not bad. Right. You know, it, no, it's know. a learning I mean, curve. Just this is some more food for thought, I think. Right. You know, a nice little comparison to see. Well, it's a good comparison. I mean, I know, I know that we have some entertaining comparisons coming. The ninety dollar price difference is kind of what, what kind of you know, swung me that way. Well, I say ninety, eighty dollars. I understand that wholeheartedly. So, you know, we'll see. But at the end of the day. It's still about user friendliness. I'm going to go ahead and say that the ISDT is way more user friendly. We're going to find out. I mean, well, when you get your, again back to my question, are you going to put it in a box? What are you going to do? Uh, I don't know if I'll put it in a box. I'm going to build a a power supply. You know, are you going to use like a tackle box like mine? Yeah, is yeah, or? yeah, yeah. Okay, and just run some. Uh, that that you know. that's something that I've learned that I like because man, you can put some screws in the top of it and you know kind of some odd right. odds and ends. Right. And man, one it seems like Clint's kind of jonesing to build a box. Man, he was I, talking about it on uh, one of our last shows about uh, cool filled boxes and right, that. right. And now and, you know he's like, man, what are you gonna do with that charger? What are you <laughs> well, gonna do with that? It, it, here's the deal: is I'm not that guy. You know, that's not something I, I don't mind building airplanes. I don't mind, you know, gluing parts together, but there's something not about a woodworker. I'm not a woodworking guy. Right. You know, I'll be more than happy to pay somebody to build that box, but uh, I need a volunteer. Man, I'm the same way. I've got a really good friend of mine, and he knows absolutely nothing about cars. But he's, he, dude, he can do wood, tile, sheetrock. Well, I mean, well, anything you ever wanted to do to a house. We've had a deal going for the last 15 years. Anything happens on your car, you bring it over to the house, we'll fix it. If anything happens to my house, you got to help me out. Right. And, w- dude, we've been like that. For, dude, this guy's helped me rip out bathrooms and cabinets and kitchens. And, 
I mean, just, good just have, nut stuff. It's good to have people like that. Yes. Around. Yeah. And I mean, and kind of like we were talking about earlier where Rod, man, I just, I'm not a woodworking guy. I'm like an electronic kind of guy, you know, I'm, you know, I can solder, I can, you know, figure all that stuff out. And it's not that I can't do woodwork. It just doesn't, I mean, it just doesn't, well, it just doesn't I, you hit could do it good enough. It just wouldn't be right. right. No, I, 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 I don't have the right tools. I don't have the right, right. setup, you know, and that's, that's it's just not that it I right don't want to do it, you know. I don't have the right tools to do it. I don't want to go buy the tools to build a box. You know, yeah, we all, as hobbyists, most of us all have a table saw. But I don't, I don't I, have a table ah, saw. Yeah, I mean, I can get one, but I don't. Yeah, right. You know, I, I got a miter box saw. I don't have a big table saw. Something capable of doing what I need to do there. It just doesn't doesn't fit the bill. Uh, you know. It's just going to be one of those deals that along the way somebody's going to show up and be like, "What kind of what kind of box?" And I'll show them a picture of it and be like, "I got to come up with something like this, or I'd right. like to." Right. You know, we'll see what happens. It'll be all right. Man, I'm looking here and I'm seeing this old OMP Bighorn. We we didn't really touch on that. If people haven't seen the video of this thing, check it out. Yeah, we got to post it in the group, man. <sighs> So I've got here, and here's what I think's really draw me to it is I've got this 110 inch timber. It's wood is what draw me drew me to it. Yeah, but it's also electric, Clint. Yeah. I'll deal with it. I want electric now. Everybody else wants one. I want one. Yeah. <laughs> this is, so here's my here's my deal with I you assholes it. is I'm the guy at this point in time that had the big charger to charge these big electric airplanes, and we damn sure appreciate it. Uh, what, uh, what your point? I've my, got a big charger my, now. My point I'll is... I'll shit on your charger. I don't need your charger no more. <laughs> my point is, I'm not completely against electrics. They have their spot. I don't know. He has actually said, I am completely against electrics. I, I've heard him say it. Pointed I, at, somebody pointed out in him. the show. Nobody I said know. on the show. I want to know when I said <laughs> I'm completely against electrics because I haven't. They have their place. Well, let me, let me tell you how much he is against electrics. So... We kind of have this beef going on with the club. I wouldn't say it's a beef, man. We're just calling them out, you know. So one of the dudes down there has built a uh, Timber X with a 50 cc. Yeah. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. A, what, do you call, what do you call a what, scab? He's a no, scab. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. I, you, know, you know what I call him? No, you. You're the scab. How in the fuck Not, am I the scab? Yeah. Man, we're a team. We are right. a team. That's yeah. amazing. No, we ain't. No, we ain't. Yeah, okay. You're a damn traitor. Dude, oh, he is. Geez. He told man, I mean, like switching horses midstream, bro. Yeah, yeah. He just jumped I, I'll, on. I'll over. be the first person to tell you, man, I'll ride a fence all day long. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> but so they it's kind of one of those things. We're gonna do some kind of competition, uh, electric timber X versus fifty cc gas timber X. I'm gonna tell you right now that his electric timber is gonna kick the shit out of that gas timber for five minutes and then he's done and then that's don't last more than five minutes i bet i bet that gas timber flies for 10 12 minutes knowing that I'm guy not doubting that knowing that not guy and how, that. and how he has to peel the four by four label off and make sure it's straight on his pickup you know that but, airplane's gonna fly for more than 10 minutes but hey well it's gonna fly more because that da50 on it it's gonna exactly but that's not but, that's not the competition. Sure that's, it is. That's one aspect. Absolutely, it is. Flight time. That's the only thing it'll win. Well, man, these things. I doubt it. The, I mean, now they've used different vertical electric. drag race. I've got them. Yes, you do have him. Uh, I I never said you didn't. Dead stop to lift off. I've got them. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, what was that guy's initials again? I think it was Kerry Howard. Yeah. yeah. Kerry Howard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I want to say touchdown to stop. I've got him. Nope. Nope. You're out I right think, there. I don't know. His man. is going to slow down better. Man, old Rod Elliott gave me a tip on that while I was on the phone with him, and uh, I think I got something figured out for that stopping on the stole drag. I'm just saying. Well. His is going to slow down better. I'm just telling you. We'll see. I'm telling you. I don't know what all all aspects we're going to compete on, but. Well, if if we're creating a race, or not a race, but if we're if we're creating a valid comparison of the two airplanes, you're taking off. You're going vertical, you're landing, you're doing uh, uh, a high-speed pass. He's going to uh, get me on that. He's way overpowered. Okay. Well, uh, I mean. You're uh, a hover. You a know, hover? Who, yeah, it's a 3D-capable airplane. I promise, oh, you, doing, I, I promise you that gas airplane is going to hover. I guarantee that electric one will hover easier. Okay. But who pulls out of the hover better? Uh... I'm going to say like where, where uh, we where uh, where are we at in the battery pack? Yeah, are we at exactly. the 430? Are we at the 430 exactly. mark? My point. I'm going to say at 430. I'm still going to have the power. It's not going to say. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. There's uh, again, going to be video. I'm, uh, like I said, I, we have this huge group chat going, you know, on this whole deal, and I have said it in the group chat. I'm riding the fence on this deal because I think both no, airplanes no, are you, completely com- you, you are not capable. riding the fence. You said you were team gas on this, bro. I, it, so, I, I mean, am straight, team gas. Straight but up. I'm, I'm going to ride the fence on the performance you know issue what that of both means? of them. Yeah. That means he's going to switch teams whenever I start winning. No. I said I told you I was on your side. I mean. I'm always on your side. You're my brother. <laughs> I know. But, I thought you'd be on our team, man. Well, here's here's the deal, guys. No. I, we're, now – I don't want to be unofficial or official or anything, but we're going to try to get all of this documented and put it on YouTube. It's supposed to. It might be horrible. It might be fantastic. I don't know, man. I don't I do not do video, but we're going to put it on YouTube and try to find out. It's going to be a good time. It'll be fun either right. way. It'll be fun either uh, way. There's been true. a lot of planning involved in some of this. But, again, we lost focus on this big horn. Oh, yeah. The reason I like this thing, because a lot of the stuff of the timber that I like, uh, access to battery. Right. It's it's almost, I don't want to say they copied the, I think they got some of the design. Nah, there was no copy there. They built it. It probably, it, there's an idea there. Well, man, I mean, I don't think it's, I don't think it's anything new that the that, that stole stuff or, Is you gaining know, popularity or, you know, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, bush planes are, are where it's at. Yeah. You know, I think I see a lot of which there's a lot of influence towards that. You know, you got but it's guys, got that it's got that timber X. Uh, t- right. It's got that 3D. I mean, if you watch the video, those guys are. Oh yeah, they're uh, tearing uh, it up, man. Yeah, yeah they're. Te- I mean, the thing looks like it's fantastic. All I'm saying is, I'll have one. Right. It, oh, it's gonna happen. I want one too. Oh, it's perfect. Uh exactly. And this is the non-electric guy telling you, I'm going to have one, too. Man, that's funny right there. We'll teach, Yo. You, we'll teach you how to use it. <laughs> I, I don't think that's needed, but okay, maybe. I mean, I bet I bet he's got it in the bag. He's oh, right. yeah. I'm just busting balls. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. 
Uh, let me know if we'll you let run, you borrow some batteries. Let I me know. You ain't got none of them. <clears throat> May have to buy some. Hey, <laughs> that's Jason. perfect, man. You hit Jason, Jason Duran up, yeah. man. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, gotta love Jason. Man, he's been helping us out with a lot of stuff, man. Scrap can't. 15. I believe, man. I haven't talked to him this week, so I don't know if the code's still the same. But, but oh, uh, I'd imagine it is. And oh, I, yeah. I bet you I'm you definitely messaged him, right. I'll definitely link it, it down in the show notes, man, and I'll give you a direct link. Click on it, man. Put in the code SCRAP15. I bet he'd honor it if it's not. I bet he would, too. Well, I'll, t- I'll go this far. If you can't get that coupon to work, you give me a call, and I'll see what I can do. Absolutely. But uh, Bighorn. I'm in. It's my next airplane, I believe. I'm 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 yeah. fully in. Ah. Hey, I'm not even joking. I'm I've sent a couple of messages going, hey, is there any way you can set three of those aside, one of each cover? I think that first shipment's gonna go quick. I think it is too. I don't I don't think those guys know what they're doing exactly. I think that's gonna be because man, I had they're hitting a market that's I bet not I, out there. It's right. really it's not. I bet I I bet I got hit up by ten or fifteen, at least ten or fifteen people going, Thanks, asshole, for sharing that. Now I gotta buy a new oh, plane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's 100% straight true. up. Everybody wants it, man. It's hot. That's going to be a good one. And it's all wood. That's what I like about Dude, it. All, Keep your foam. All wood, plug and fly. Well, it's going to be the okay, same price. And as you're right. A it, it, it is going to be the same price as a foam. But here's the deal with that. Oh, yes, it's all wood. Go. Keep your foam. Give me another example of that in all wood. There isn't one. Exactly. That's exactly. why we got foam. That, I, right. That, that's why I don't have one. You don't have one because you're a naysayer. You don't like electrics. I'm okay with electrics. <laughs> Man, I tell you I'm what. I'm not okay with foam. And I'm not okay with some electrics, but. I've handed that guy mini electric. That guy had a grin from here. He goes, Man, this ain't yeah. bad. This is awesome. It's like riding a This moped. thing flies great. Let me get a yeah. pull on that. He loves it, man. Uh. These guys are making me out to be the asshole that I am because all my <laughs> that I guys. am. He the said asshole that I am. You know, <laughs> but uh, at the end of the day, electric does have its place. But like in this timber deal, I'm going to be on team gas. But the here's electric, the, the electric it. is going to get it in some aspect. And here's the deal of it: uh, once that DA gets wound up, yeah, he's got it. But it's it, there's got to be limitations. That's why there's a quarter-mile race. I mean, there's a lot of shit that's fast as hell a mile down the road, but what can you do from, you know, 660 feet? What can you oh, do? Oh, I, I fully understand it. You know, and we're going to, you know, we're going to see what happens. It'll well, man, be fun and, either way. Yeah, this oh, yeah. Dude, and this I'm going to talk shit, win, lose, or draw. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, man, old Kerry hadn't been holding back any either, man. No, no. Not, not even a little no, bit. No, man, this is good. <laughs> I, man, I should probably post some of these. Uh, oh, man. Oh, some, dude, it's, there's uh, so much shit talk, man. Man, it's this so guy. Awesome. <laughs> Somebody said something the other day. I don't know if you guys follow, like, Street Outlaws or something like that, but they're like, man, these fuckers are calling each other out. You Here's know, the like, deal, yeah. though. He's a big old boy, and he wants to start throwing arm wrestling in there. Right. Shit, man. Yeah, why are we mechan- arm wrestling? I've been a mechanic for 25 years. My shoulders ain't arm wrestling. Dude, nothing. I weigh I weigh 150 pounds, and I bet I <laughs> give us some. going across I, the room. I bet, I bet I give us some, but you run for his money. I bet I got an 18-year-old that'll smoke him. Yeah. <laughs> boy, I don't, I don't know that he's going to stand up for that. Well, I mean, well, let's maybe. Bring my, I'll bring my teammate. Yeah. Bring my teammate. Yeah. I, ain't, I ain't messing with that teammate. No, sir. No. That's going to hurt. I feel sorry for you, Carrie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Man. But anyways, I think we've hit that pretty good. Uh, but just to reiterate, good. I will have 
uh, OMP Bighorn. Yep. Yeah, be sure to look at OMP, guys. I and mean, they're, they're hoping for release uh, uh, this month. We'll just go ahead and well, say this no, month. Well, no, man, I actually hit up TJ, and he's like, dude, I don't have an exact date. He goes, I mean, I couldn't tell they're you. They're hoping It's a week August. from now or a month from now. So They're waiting on the big ship from right. across the – It's Man, it's it's hype right now, and, dude, I'm buying. I mean, there you know, I'll, yep. I'll take a well, shot we're, at we're it. We're going to need three, one of each color, please. Yeah. <laughs> If you just hold them back, I ain't asking yeah, for nothing. Yeah, I ain't asking for nothing free. I no, don't no, no, no. We're going to pay yeah. you for them, yep, but we'll just hold them back, please. Yes. Yes, I want one. <laughs> I mean, so, there, ain't, so there ain't no two ways about it. It it's, is. It's, listen, it's a 49-inch wingspan. Which, it's the right size. It's, it's not that big. But the wings pull off like a big airplane. It's got a wing tube, so, I mean, it's not. It's packable, man. It's not man. like a foamy where the wing, you know, like the timber, the wings are screwed in. But, you know, it's, it's yeah. Right. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I really think that that'll fit in the back of my Civic without taking it apart, to be honest with you. Man, I'm pretty impressed with the back of that Civic. It, I've seen man. some shit fit back there. That Well, man, like uh, my uh, – God, what, what, what is that, dude? It's a Hangar 9 uh, Phoenix, Phoenix 7. Oh, your Phoenix 7. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's not I – man, I mean, what is that, a 60-size pattern plane, yeah. basically, what yeah. you call that? I don't have to take that apart and put it in the back. I've hauled home. Pretty impressive. Man, I'm pumped on that thing. It's going to be perfect. It ain't my Toyota pickup. It kind of sucks no. there, but it's going to be perfect. It's all part yeah. of the fun. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> what else what? is on the list? Yeah. Well, Casey ordered something. Oh, man. Yeah, so. This guy. I'm excited. I might Thanks to Michael Wyatt. Yeah, it's Michael Wyatt's fault, man. Yeah. Just I, call him right out. Totally, one hundred percent. It's not Michael's fault. You wanted one, anyways. <laughs> so, well, he made all these cool three D printed parts, and man, I don't know. I don't even know if I know what I'm doing or anything like that. But I'm like, man, I think I need one of those. You're gonna figure it out. And then me and you uh, kind of crashed an airplane the other day, and there's a part that I want for it, and it has yep. to be three D printed. Yep. So, you know, I th- I th- it was easy to pull the trigger, which I didn't buy anything. In three D printer. Yep. Hey, I could probably get a buddy of mine to print this for three bucks, but let's spend uh, a little bit of money and buy some <laughs> filament and get in, get another freaking. Oh, it's hobby. always funner to have it yourself. Oh yeah. Well, I think there's a learning curve there. That uh, I'm one of those people. I love to have knowledge. That's you know? a big reason. Listen, I know Casey well enough to know that's part of the reason he wants that. Right. It's not to have a 3D printer. It's to have the knowledge yeah yeah. well man i was talking to old michael wyatt and he goes dude as much as you do design work and stuff on a computer he goes that ain't gonna be no problem for you he goes it'll be a learning curve because it's three-dimensional but he goes watch a few youtube videos you ain't gonna have no problem with that and and that's that's pretty much he's right i can do that and i bought one you know which i got uh i think i got the uh reality ender three v2 so i don't know it's kind of a cheap one but I hear, it's got good reviews. There's heated a lot. Bed. Does that have a heated bed? Yeah, it's got a heated bed. I got a lot of ABS. Hey. A lot of ABS. <laughs> Sweet. I know you do. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a heated bed, and you can kind of manipulate it with some glue and stuff. Right. But a heated bed, I've got the things that I've been rolls. Wa- right. The things that I've been watching on YouTube is like build an enclosure and put over it so you can keep the temperature the heat, con- yeah, consistent. Yeah, keep the heat inside. You can just yep. put a box over it. Yeah, that's basically. So I'm in. So I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing, but I bought one, and we're gonna find out. I'm looking forward to it, especially for uh, for the little deal that we crashed. I mean, yeah, well, I think I'm gonna know, be able to make the, some pretty cool stuff for design for up and design up a nose for that that attaches and kind of right. straightens up some issues that that airplane 
uh, created. Yeah, yeah. Well, man, it was one of those deals. It, it flew fine. Uh, so you want me to tell you what happened? Out. Yes. Tell them what this happened. Is, this is this is my theory of what happened with that deal. Uh, we put a GoPro on it. The, so, have you ever rode a top-heavy motorcycle? Yeah, it's horrible. Exactly. The GoPro was up above the center. I want of the, my CG down at the pegs. Exactly. So, we need to get the GoPro whoop, down, down below the center line of the airplane. Because, man, this thing flew fantastic before we put GoPro. What happens when you make something top-heavy? Yeah. Like when we were taking off, it was real sketchy. Which we're kind of like getting around this because, man, I'm kind of embarrassed for even buying it. You know, <laughs> so I got ah man. Everybody's got a fugazi. Yeah, I know, man. It's bad, but here's the deal, man. I've got uh, a mini track, old Chris Click. You know, and uh, dude, I dig it. It's awesome. But they had this plane come up, and man, it's pretty much a copy of a track. It's but a track. It's a, yeah, but it's ready to go for less money than one I have to build and. Nothing against any of that stuff. It's it's a it's a thing of time. I'm trying to buy time, you know. Well, and how long did it take you to get that mini drag up going? Man, I mean, dude, honestly, that thing sat in a box for two years yeah. because I was like, man, I just don't you have time glue to glue a spar and wait and then glue. Well, yeah, that was the weight. that was the deal, man. You got to glue stuff and then wait overnight and then do it again tomorrow. And I just, man, I couldn't I couldn't take up that much real estate on the uh, on the kitchen table without the old lady freaking <laughs> beat me up, you know. So guess we're eating in the living room yeah, again. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> asshole. Jeez, having to deal with that all week. I'm glad she doesn't listen to the show, man. I'd be in so much fucking trouble. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hiding airplanes at your house. And <laughs> it's not that she... Stick, sticking drones in the root in the ceiling. Yeah, well, oh, that was there. She knows about that. No, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. She still doesn't know about no, it? She has not one clue. Uh, you're safe now. That was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's totally good. <laughs> Maybe. Which, man, I ain't trying to hide nothing from her or anything. And it's just one of those, I don't want to have that conversation, and this is just easier. Right. And, and you say you know? she doesn't listen. You don't know. Man, she might. I know she, I know she can hack my email. I'll tell you that much. That's good enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even know why she figured that out. No, I don't either, man. It kind of scares me <laughs> if you think about it, man. But uh, I, I think the, I think 3D printing, uh, what we need on that is going to be a, a I th- solver. I, well, I think, I think it will help us out in a lot of stuff, man. I mean, really, you know, I can't see I can't see any negatives to owning it. If you can afford it and figure out how to use it, I think it's going to be a cool tool, man. Absolutely. Well, here's the deal. Uh, 3D printed D8 machine guns. Yeah. Yep. Would be Definitely. nice. And here's the thing. It's not like we got to sit down and design that. I guarantee you there's a file well, out there. But here's my deal. I, I'm going to go. I'm going to sketch out just a little bit on you with this 3D printer coming. I want a GoPro holder to put in between the guns of like on the, on the blue D seven. Yeah. We can totally do that. I have no issue with that. If we can, I know somebody that can. Right. right. And I listen, I, I, I put that battery. A lot of people, I mean, if they seen it on the Facebook page, but Michael Wyatt developed a, uh, self locking, yeah, I click battery. in battery system for I, a I don't know what you, yeah. Dude, I don't the, even, yeah. So I glued it in. I, I pulled out the old one. And I stick this thing in there. It was perfection. Dude. Absolutely perfect. It slipped right in there, man. Right. Perfect fit. 
Perfect fit. I don't know how many people have timbers, but all somebody would have to do is send that guy a message, and I promise you, he'd sell you one. You know, uh, he's a, got, he's got. All he needs is a little drive to, to. Uh, he needs, to, he needs, because there's a lot of timbers out there. There's he, a lot of timbers out he's there. He's got that. He's got a the uh, landing gear, landing deal, gear the replacement. He, he's built a little handle that the you unbolt the wing and you bolt this handle onto the wing saddle using the existing hardware. And then the wing turns, what would that be, 90 degrees? And then 90, and then degrees, 90 degrees up yeah. and bolts of that. You don't even have to unplug it. No. That, well, that, was the, that was the point of it, you know. You don't have to. And we experienced it when we went, I, out to, I, I when we went it, on yeah. our fact-finding yeah. mission. Speaking of that, I think we have a date for that. Yes. October 16th. So that's going to be a fun fly in Henrietta with, man, what's her club name? It's a Henrietta Aviators. Henrietta Aviators. Float fly. Float, float fly. fly. It's 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 not. We're gonna go float flying. We're gonna have fun. It's a Saturday deal. It's not a camp deal or not an right. overnight deal. It's a not it's this a, year. Yeah, not this year. They have a beautiful flying field too. I mean, it, you know, those guys they're just trying to make what they can out of what they got. Right. But I promise you, with that mountain or that hill in the backdrop, it's, that place it, it, is, it actually is. That's getting into the. Eastern side of Oklahoma where it's not so flat. Not so flat, right. I mean, it's not Man, I want West Virginia by any means. Man, I'm totally taking a glider with us in case it's windy that day, and I'm going to try to fly that hill. <laughs> I, I think you could drive up hill. the majority of it. Here's the deal with that hill. Standing there, it looks like it's just over there. I bet you start walking. Oh, yeah. It would be like swimming across a lake. A lot of people drown thinking they can do that. Like, oh, I'll just swim over there. Right. I think it's a lot further than you think. Well, I would guarantee if the wind's coming out of the right direction and it's at least 20 miles an hour or something like oh, that, I, I, could, I could slope that. Yes. I, I would guarantee it. I've sloped smaller on less. We're, we're going to hope for very little wind, and we're going to hope for a great time on the lake. Right. And those guys are cool, man. When we went down there, they, man, kind of greeted us with open arms, man. It's Absolutely. A, They're ready for us. They're right. ready for anybody in, in the surrounding states or anywhere you want to come from. Right. You know, uh, I hope we have some Tulsa listeners, McAllister listeners. Right. Fort Smith. Uh, Fort yeah. Smith. I mean, it's not uh, that far over to Henrietta. Hell, it's really not even that far from Texas. I mean, right. I ain't trying to call you Texas people out because <laughs> bring me some beer. But other than that, man. Right. <laughs> But, yeah, it's <laughs> over, dude. We get that shit here now. Yeah, that's true. Unless you want some more of that pickle beer, right? Nah, man. I'm good on one. I tell you what, it's it's, it's not good. near as bad as I thought it was gonna be. I it's, would I would drink another one if if you are a pickle fan, you will like that beer. You will love that beer. Absolutely. Right? I think it's but, a good tequila chaser. But speaking of Texas, yes, we have two big deals coming up that we're going to. First one up, October 9th through the 11th. Wichita Falls. Wichita Falls. That's going to be a good one. That's a float fly. Uh, no. No. No, no that's, a, that's a... I want to say it is a... Man, let me look at... Not D, is it a DAV or... It's, it's no, a veterans... It's a charity. It's but a, it's a, it's they're a doing veterans a charity, charity event. event. Yeah. Which, is, which is well worth supporting. Right. Uh, I know I'm going to be there Friday and Saturday. And I'll probably be right there with you. Right. I'll probably co-pilot that deal. I'm looking forward to it. Are we? Uh, Sorry, we're uh, we're uh, a little uh, held uh, up here, old Larry's. <laughs> I held up. You're the one that took the notes. This oh, dude, shitty ass notes you took. 
This dude's on <laughs> You want to start yeah. taking them? Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. It's Wichita Falls annual DAV fundraiser. So it's a disabled American veterans. Uh, going to have food, raffle, and flying. It's a $30 land fee for I'm a in. weekend. Yep. Uh, overnight camping, no hookups. Friday night fish fry. Uh, well, I say Friday night. Friday fish fry. Oh, we, we guess. We, you don't like fish. I love fish. We oh, got to be there Friday for the fish We're going to put fry. a hurting on them. Yeah. Saturdays, hot dogs, hamburgers, and sausages, $5 a plate. $5 for an extra plate. Right. I'm sorry. Landing fee, I guess, includes your meals. And, right. That's the way I read it. bring an extra five, boy. I'm in. Man, I'll tell you what. I think I could eat $30 worth of fish and right. hamburgers, man. I guarantee it. But uh, I, I, we're going to attend that deal. Uh, those, we met a lot of those guys in Duncan here, you know, six weeks ago or whenever it was right. we were down there. Super cool people. A lot of fun. You know, we're just going to go down there and hang out and do a little flying and see what those guys have to offer. Right. And then we have the biggie. Apache Pass. Apache Pass, the ice house. I'm looking forward to that. You got a, You already got us like a, a house Airbnb yep. down there, didn't yep. you? Man, we, we're high rolling, dude. We've I'm already got an Airbnb lined up. and uh, I don't even know what an Airbnb is, so I'm just like amazed by all this. Airbnb, right. Cool. We used one when we went skiing the uh, Santa Fe back in March. Uh, it's a pretty cool deal, man. It's, it, it, really, from what my experience, it's, it's cheaper because I mean a hotel room you go put two people in it it's gonna be a hundred bucks a night most right. Airbnbs or Airbnbs or you know we did well, verbo is what we did same thing but uh I think we was like seventy or eighty dollars a night and it was a two bedroom full kitchen it was an apartment is what it was well this deal is a half a duplex which is nor here nor there uh so it's a house. You know, and for five nights, it's 150 a person. Right. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, that's nothing. Dude, for five, five nights. Five miles from the yeah. – no, you said two miles. Five miles. Five miles. Five miles from the flying field. You got a hot shower. You got a bed to sleep in. Three, three bed, one bath, and it's cheaper than Motel 6. Right. Right. And has a living room. You can kick back watch some TV. So, man, if people haven't ever looked into a – Verbo Airbnb, uh, there's a few. Right. I don't even, I'm, man. I really, dude. I didn't know. What the, he's like, oh, I'm good looking at an Airbnb. I hooked up. I had to Google it. They're, I ain't gonna lie. Cool. The, I the one I we rented no in uh, Santa Fe was the lady actually lived in Colorado, and it was her. You know, that was her ski getaway. Well, when she ain't there, she rents it out. Well, you make some money on it that way, right? She, I'm sure she makes her payment and then some. That's genius. Do you think I can get my wife out of my house so I can Airbnb mine out for a little while? Well, there or ain't something? shit in Choctaw, Oklahoma. Yeah, there. that's true. <laughs> You're right. Nobody's gonna want to stay there. But uh, damn I'm, it, we, <laughs> we have some really cool things coming up, and uh, of course our our float fly, and then our swap meet Man. that that we're. Uh, working on here's the deal we got so much cool stuff coming up and some of it's just on the verge that we can't talk about it yet right you know so uh we're working through a few things hopefully it makes it better for absolutely all of us man right. it's gonna be a cool deal it sounds like some of it's five six months away too so. yeah yeah definitely got got some time out who knows what the world's gonna be like then i mean right. it's gonna be straightened up and all good yeah right. I, I i i'm gonna stay out of the ditch on that deal <laughs> yeah which yeah, man uh, i keep on we just, <laughs> right <laughs> I keep on telling these guys, like, man, uh, get ready. We're gonna hit a wall at some point, and buddy. We don't, we don't, we ain't hit no wall, man. It just keeps going. Yeah, and we sure appreciate but... you guys. Yeah, for, it's it's absolutely for not not letting us hit a wall. Right, it's absolutely you guys, man. I mean, 
I'm pumped up to come in here and do this every Friday, and it, and it ain't just for me. And you know again, what I'm saying? Uh, I've got people. I feel like you're counting on it, man, and I, I want to make sure and be here for you. Absolutely. Uh, hey, Rod Elliott, who was on earlier, he kind of put a deal out that he knew names but not. Right. I guess we need to introduce ourselves we need to right. a little bit introduce ourselves Again, I'm Larry Daniels. I'm on Facebook as Larry Daniels. Uh, I, I don't post a lot on Facebook, but. Send me a message, send me a friend request, whatever, man. I got a picture of my little grandbaby wearing some pink glasses. If you see that, that's me. Right. Uh, Talk about a little girl. My so cool. My stuff's set on private, so you're not going to be able to creep me or nothing. But right. <laughs> <laughs> if you send me a message and I see, I'm sure we got mutual friends. Right. Or, or pages that we like or something, I'll, I'll add you. Send Absolutely. me a message, whatever. And, man, I'm, I'm Casey Davis, man. I just... I don't know. This has just been crazy, just kind of starting this kind of deal. And, you know, you can find me. i am just got some kind of crazy black and white picture. It looks kind of creepy. I mean, I don't know. I took it myself. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't use, I didn't use an iPhone, you know. I had lights <laughs> set up, dude. It was crazy. I got some new lights in for some photography stuff. My, That's good stuff. I was trying to get my wife to sit over there, one of my kids, and none of them had any interest. Well, where's our pictures? We took some pictures. Yeah. Man, yours lights. turned out really fucking cool. Mine yeah. and Clint's kind of sucked, man. We're not picturesque. Man, that guy, he can. He does, man. Kidding me, this man? guy, he just takes a picture like it's nobody's business. Man, the, be- the beautiful ball buster over there. Oh, Electric Larry. Electric Larry. <laughs> Look like a yeah. uh, oil dripping <laughs> no. 1943, uh, you know, panhead or some shit. I don't oh, know. man. Beautiful. Yeah, those are awesome motors, man. Yeah. Well, they go forever. Hopefully I will too. Right. That's right. it, man. And I guess that leaves us at me. I'm Clint Tro. You know, uh, been around for some years. 30 I, what? Almost. Uh, I'll be 40 next April. So 40. That's when shit goes to dude, That's when it goes to hell. I'm telling you right all, now. All hell goes. Br- Let me know how that goes. <laughs> I, right. I, I'm yeah. pretty beat up. Got bad knees. Can't. But 40s when. When it just goes to I, shit. I got bifocals. Uh, <laughs> you're over. You at, yeah, you're over at your buddy's house eating some quail that he shot and biting to some shotgun tooth and knock out or shotgun fucking shell <laughs> knock out your <laughs> front tooth. Got a sales <laughs> job. You're going in the next day looking like some kind of jack. Front yeah, tooth. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> Who's this crackhead trying to sell me some shit? Man, oh, dude. boy. Yeah. 40, 40's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, all of us are, are available on Facebook. Uh, we all answer messages that uh, any type, questions, complaints, concerns. Yeah, feel free know, to hit me up yeah. anytime. If, if anytime. I don't, if, if I don't get back to you, it's just because I've got something going on. I definitely will. Right, or, it, or on the RC Scrap Pile page, you know, we'll, yeah. you know, that goes right. to all three of us. Right, yeah. and then we've so. got rcscrappile.com. You can send us messages on there, sign up for a newsletter. We don't have a newsletter, but feel free to sign up. Maybe we will. Someday, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this guy, sign up for a newsletter. We don't have one. But maybe we will, you know. That's why we have a podcast. That is our newsletter. And we're talking about trying to do some YouTube videos, (laughs) so I don't know how that's going to go, but we're going to start filming tomorrow, man, so we'll see how that goes. Right. We we appreciate everybody who's bought T-shirts. Please continue to look at that. It's a great, man, it's the craziest thing ever. Right. I never would have thought in a million years, man. And uh, I know that we have some big stuff coming down the pike. You know, we just kind of have to hang on to it until it happens. Right. You know, we're just kind of in a holding pattern right now. hate to use aircraft terminology there. Right. We're just kind of hanging out and seeing what's going on. We we appreciate everybody who's been on, supported us up to this point, and hopefully they continue to. You know, we got Joe Vermillion, Boss USA. 
Jason Duran. Jason Duran helped us out tremendously. Hey, if you're ready for that engine back, man, I'll, I'll send it back. I ain't trying to hold on to it for you. You know, <laughs> waiting for you to forget about. No, it. no, I would never do that. Don't don't forget about our buddy Eric at Smoking Oaky Smoke Injectors. That's you it, know? man. That he was, was he was the very first one. Yes. Yep. I think you that know. was our second show. Had yep. somebody hit us up on our second yep. show, man. You know, so we appreciate each and every one of you, and we don't Absolutely. want you to stop. You know, and we right. don't want to stop. We want to keep going. We want to get bigger, and we want to get better. So right, and we're not stroking you either, man. We damn, we just appreciate it, dude. Absolutely, and don't forget TJ. Yeah, you know, buddy RC. Be sure and check those guys out, man. For uh, sure, man. They're super good people. They're local business. They're trying to get going again and do you know do a better job or do whatever they got to do. So, well, man, what right. I like is, man, it's a hobby shop that's trying. Absolutely. You know, everybody kind of gets mad. All these hobby shops are going out. Most of the ones I know, and I'm not, I'm not talking any trash on them, but they're not real outgoing about it either. Well, you know? deal with the local hobby shop is they kind of got to cater to the local interest. Right. A lot of them are RC cars. But, or, man, I mean, if you owned a hobby shop, wouldn't you be a little bit more immersed in the hobby? Involved in, the in yeah, fun yeah. flies. Or, or well, I, see, here's the deal is I agree and disagree with you. Because when you make your hobby your work, I almost think it it you take the hobby and throw it away. Right. Well, man, I I've done that. Well, and I still enjoy taking pictures. Right. You know. Right. Uh, right. I agree. You yeah. know, I I've seen it. I'm not it, saying that's a situation every time, but I've seen it happen live right. action. You know, somebody took their hobby and they made it their job, and it didn't work. And I still hadn't seen that guy come fly with us. Right. So, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it still has to be a hobby. You know, I love this podcast as much as anybody else. I love doing this podcast for all the people who listen to it. But at the end of the day, it's like last Monday. We all went flying. We all just hung out. We didn't talk about the podcast. We didn't talk about nothing but hanging out and flying airplanes. Was that Monday? It was Sunday. 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 Sunday, yeah. We went Sunday and Monday. I don't know. I bitched a little bit because I, I put one. I put one in the Well, yeah. you, <laughs> you had somebody. it was it was awesome for you. It wasn't fantastic hey, for You're me. Talking about not getting invited to my house for the unveiling of the uh, ISDT, but I didn't go flying Monday. Why didn't you come flying with us Monday? Because you had something to do. You knew we you were came there. Came to my house and got that jet Monday, buddy. Uh, no, it wasn't this Monday. Uh, well. It what was, Monday was that? It was like it was last, last Monday. Last Monday. Yeah. It, we, we, last we all Monday went, is, this is Friday, so last Monday. Right, we all went flying Sunday. Two weeks ago. We all went flying last Sunday. Yeah. Sunday afternoon. And the Monday before that. I didn't go flying Sunday. We're, yeah. We're talking about the Monday before that. Okay. Oh, man, so no. we're all screwed up here. Right. We're not. You are. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you had me confused. I was like, man. It, you should know that you you two are like the first person on my hit list. Of, hey, dude, are we going? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. You know, and I'm not saying that we won't go fly by ourselves, but at the end of the day, we're... Yeah, you know, I did. Remember? Yeah. Something came up and I went. It wasn't the same. It wasn't very fun. I think I flew two battery packs and... Hold ass. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's I, I think that's a close-knit group that we have. Right. Last Sunday, Clay and Mike Sterling came up. That's right. what it was. Dude, and they're yeah. coming up this weekend, too. It's <laughs> hey, you know, Clay told me he didn't get home till 11.45 that night. 
Which he's driving two hours to right. comply with this. Hell, man, that, guy, that guy's still a kid, dude. You forget, man. That dude's only 33. He's fine. Oh, man. <laughs> he's fine, he man. He's, he's, got, he's a puppy. Right, right. <laughs> he's, he's fine, man. He's, he's got plenty of time. He's as good as it gets. So I, I didn't realize that. I was talking to him the 33? other day. 33? Yeah, he's like, man, I'm just 33. He's like, an old dude, soul. Dude, what? he is, man. <laughs> he is. Hell, I thought he was older than I was. <laughs> Wow. Poor Clay. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Which I don't think you look old or anything, man. It's just you're wise beyond your years. Yeah, absolutely he is. I yeah, mean, he's, a, I, he's a sharp cat. He's a sharp dude and a good dude and, and just a lot of fun to hang out with. I mean, he's 100%. always got something fun to say. Yep. So we, we really enjoy what's going on around here, you know, and hope to keep, keep it growing. Yeah. I remember being 33. Dude, I love those Pit Viper sunglasses he wears, man. That, yeah. Dude, that just cracks me up, dude. Like, they oh. fit him, though. Did with they? the mullet. With, no, they, they're fitting. They, oh, know, yeah, yeah. They work for it. <laughs> yeah, the, got the mullet and the yeah. beard. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, man. oh, yeah. That yeah. guy's got that, – that's it, dude. That's <laughs> fucking it. Yeah. <laughs> Good shit, boys. Merka. Merka. All right, gentlemen. What else? Is that it? The that's it. We, hit we got it all. I think that's it. Gosh dang, man. Rod Elliott, we sure appreciate you. Yeah, you know, on, on the short notice deal this evening. Yep. Check the show notes at the bottom, man. Look for your discount codes and uh, all that good information that we have for stuff. We do have that event coming up on August 15th at uh, Collective, Collective RC. RC. Stole Drags. The stole Drags, man. RC Stole Drags. We have to make an emphasis on that. Yeah, RC, not full yeah. scale. Oh, yeah, we don't want anybody showing up on, thinking they're going to see some full scale cool stuff. It's still going to be cool, I guarantee you. Man, there's a part of me that. Uh, oh, dude, shit's going to get wasted, man. So we're at a disadvantage, so, though. We've yet to pray. These guys at Collective have got a, the course set up. They're out there camping it, so, out, having breakfast out there. Dude, they got a mower that just mows everything. They ain't well, got a mow, yeah, man. They're, right. out there, they're out but there I'm practicing while they're mowing. In the mowing. middle of the week, right. you're like, eight in the morning, you're like, oh, a little stall drag practice. And I'm like, <laughs> you assholes. What? Should have went to college, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> You're right. So here, here's my question. Here's my question. So we have this really cool wood plaque behind us. Send it. Uh, I think we're going to have one I of those made. I know a guy made. who makes those. I think we're going to have one of those made for this event. And it's not an open deal. The three of us are going to decide what the best crash is. Worst crash gets a prize. What if it's me? Maybe. Well, hey, then you get a cool freaking deal, man. <laughs> and it's a one-off deal. That's you it. know, it's it, it's it's not that one. It's going to be specifically for oh, the it's event. Be for that, right? And hey, man, you can't take off and like nose into the ground to get this cool shit, man. I mean, it's got to be a legit crash. I know a guy. I can get my own. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so uh, Michael Wyatt, James Elkins, all you guys, Jarrett Watson, that listen, we have a special gift for the show. We're gonna we're gonna bring a special prize, and I'm pretty sure I'm gonna bring my uh, big PA so we can uh, make sure that uh, Clint and Jared's, uh, oh. you know, uh, what do you call that? You're gonna make me play MC this deal. Yeah, given the play by play, man, it's That's gonna be right. awesome, dude. I, I'm glad. I, I'm honestly glad I'm not flying this deal. I'm gonna sit back with my RC scrap pile cup. Boy, he didn't have that same story last week. Dude. No, man, he's got these assholes. Put me up to this shit. <laughs> no, it's man. gonna be a good time. Oh no, man! Well, listen to this guy, dude. He's like, uh, he's like an RC John Madden. It's gonna be. All, you guys, you guys listen to him all week. You know, listen to this guy, dude. 
<laughs> oh, this is going to be good. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. So right, we're man. we're looking forward to it. Uh, we still got a couple weeks to go. I know we have one more show to go before we get to it. Right. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, if you guys can make it up, come on, man. We'd love to see you. I'm, I've got my Tim Bricks. Uh, I'll be practicing tomorrow. It's the first one, man. It's the inaugural, and it's kind of got a lot of attention so yep. far. We'll get. Uh, we'll be sure and post the post the uh the flyer, the flyer on yep. the on the page so we appreciate every one of you yeah we thank you for listening this is awesome man we yep. appreciate you guys rod elliott we sure appreciate you thank you Thanks for doing again. what you did this evening he covered our asses man which yeah we kind of had a yeah well <laughs> a late start mishap right? yeah late start mishap and an experiment all in one not sure appreciate it what what is your saying for that it is what it is. No, no, what's the other? Shit happens. No, come on, man. Yeah, I can't plan a good time. No, you can't. You can't plan a good time. That's it. You All right, it. guys, here we go. Here we go. Wait, it's over, though. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. God. Bye. See ya. <laughs> Oh, shit.